Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio for March 29, 2023. This is episode 500. Woohoo! Who would have imagined? Not you have me. To put, you, have to put, you have to do this 100 times, right? If so, you <laughs> You know who could have imagined? Dave. No, I don't care. Dave, Dave, you know who could have imagined? Andy. I'm sure Andy imagined this. Podcasting by himself can with we, all his friends can, for 500 no, listen, times. Just stop. Leave <laughs> No. Uh, I used to no. kick people when they're down. All right. So uh, uh, nice. let's go through our host rotation. We have a hostful here. So let's uh, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm your lead host this week, Trevor the Frelate. I'm uh, Matthew the Warning Shot McClatchy. I am uh, Kelly. Owen. Owen. No, <laughs> Owen. <laughs> Owen's not in here. Actually. <laughs> Owen. So, Owen the warrior flew welling. There we go. Okay, I can go now. Now you I'm, can go. I'll, I'm the... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, now it would <laughs> be. Now it would be. No, now it would be Adriel. Then yeah, Kelly. it should be Adriel next. It should be. <laughs> All right, I'm Adriel. Show notes. Man, <laughs> we're, we're making it up live. Don't worry. No, I thought okay. we could have did it in the order in which you know whatever. We, we yeah, exactly. Okay. The order in which we were all in there. Let's right. start again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, True, let's start again. True <laughs> typical slam fire fashion. We can't even get through the intro without. If a there are only room. three of us. We probably could have. We're also looking at the show notes with an order. So I don't yeah. have the show notes open. Yeah, yeah I don't have the show notes either. That, I just assumed that I was second. No show notes here either. All right, so then it's uh, Adriel, and then Kelly. That's right. That's your name. Yeah, good. And then uh, random Dave, and then Bolivar, and then Heffy, and Mario, and sometimes Gallon. <laughs> the gift that just keeps on going. That's for last. Uh, for the. <laughs> For the folks that are listening to this after the fact um, in podcast format on audio while driving, I want you to know that Gallon, well, he's <laughs> podcasting from his hot tub. He's having a cigarette yeah. and he's soaking in an outdoor hot tub while while podcasting. So and let we're that... not asking him to stand up to verify his swimming trunk situation. <laughs> we certainly are not. No, we are not. I don't so, think um, yeah, the, the gang is all back together. I don't own a bathing suit. Um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> There's your answer. Who needs them? As it should be. So following along with the show notes, because that's that's what I have in front of me, let's that's do it like we always did by jumping into what we did this week in guns. Yeah. And this week for me is, uh, well, last time I was here was episode 429. So uh, I just put the most recent stuff, and that is... Uh, couple of weeks back, I got back to work at DC Armory. It's kind of funny, actually. Um, two years to the day, when I started my master's degree, 
I stopped going to Denise and the week I completed all my assignments and was done free and clear, essentially graduated. I was back in the shop helping Denise. So that was pretty awesome. And, uh, not much has changed. Are you really helping though? Is that <laughs> you're there, you're in the shop what, looking for <laughs> your next purchase. Let, let's just like, <laughs> yeah. how many, how much of your paycheck do you owe him now? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> this, you know what? A how many paychecks do you owe? Him and, and, and uh, have you gone into the hole? Because we know you mm-hmm. have. That's what no, I, yeah. no. Oh. Well, wait now. I'm, I'm still paying now. Off. Do the carry you the gotta one. owe hours. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. No, I no, still no, owe no, no. In fact, I have to work seven thousand more years anything. before. <laughs> no, I had to think about it for a second. I thought I was actually coming out ahead, but no, I'm still working <laughs> off some shop, some shop credit, if you will. Yeah. So not, so I get consistency is important. Not much has changed in that regard. No. And, uh, then most recently I renewed my Ipsic New Brunswick membership. Um, Ipsic New Brunswick is, uh, way, uh, caught up. They are doing, uh, and I imagine other sections are doing this as well, but this is my first time doing it. So I think it's the first time Ipsic New Brunswick does it. And that is, um, it's calendar year now, and you renew your membership through um, practice score. So I thought that was kind of cool. I sent oh, out nice. an email and a link, and you just push some buttons, and boom, you're paid, and you move on with life. Perfect. That makes it easy. I'll yeah. That. Uh, I, I got to take that. a black badge again to re- requalify. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you've been like four years without a match? Yeah, easy. Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder if I'll be able to pass. Probably. <laughs> probably you will probably be able you know, to help the instructor. Chief range officer, uh, yeah. instructor. Uh, I don't know. Too funny. Too funny. Might be able to figure it out. Can you, if you ever put on a black badge, I'll come do it with fun. you, Jeff. Just, just to be humorous. Fail just for fun? Like, I could. Yeah. I mean, basically, you'd have to shoot himself. But easily done. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or, or fire a warning shot. Uh, yeah, Thank I you. Fire a warning shot. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! That target didn't fall down. It should have though. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not dissuading my idea here. I think. No, not even works. a little bit. It's actually starting to sound better, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and does I he might, have to and... shoot himself, or can somebody shoot him? That, <laughs> Bolivar, I mean, put your head back down. Bolivar, it's important <laughs> to stay open to all all possibilities you know don't close any doors that's all i'm saying keep your options this, open right you're you're a wise man so um i was also asked if i was teaching a cro class somebody uh, on the ipsic new brunswick executive said i heard a rumor you're teaching a cro class i said well that's news to me but tell me when and where and i'll be there so i'm waiting <laughs> here back on that so i guess that's how you get voluntold Rumor is you're teaching a class. Am I? When? When am I teaching this class? What time do I have to show up? And then finally, uh, Better Trevor picked up a Dylan 650. So uh, I was over there helping him set it up and pointing out all the parts that were missing. So uh, he was unable to set it up, actually. So <laughs> it is what it is. He'll get a couple of things brought in and uh, and and we'll, uh, we'll tune that machine up and he'll start pumping out some 9 mil. So, yeah. Um, Adriel, you're next on the uh, what you did in guns. I'm gonna go fast because oh. I think I think people would rather hear from the uh, from the other hosts. All right, whatever you go want. Through to them do. first. Okay. Uh, you want... How about take it away, Owen? 
Oh, and do you want to fill us in with what you've been up to for the last few years? Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Whoa. So, yeah. so we're not. We're yeah. We're not even okay. So like, yeah. Last few years, it's been so long. Um, it feels like it's been years. It does feel like it's been years. Actually, it has, it has being been. together with I, all of you characters, yeah. being together with all you characters actually makes it feel like yesterday. But yeah. brings back the PTSD, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> After That's that, what I'm I'll, feeling. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold it together for now, but probably when we're done, I'll be over in the corner crying. Perfect. So, oh man, there's too many things. Obviously, for the last few years, haven't been doing much with guns recently a little hunting last fall stuff like that but haven't had much time for uh recreational <laughs> uh shooting uh little airsofts things like that just to keep up some skills and and, and whatnot uh kind of been going some other directions surprise surprise been doing lots of homesteading um chickens comfrey Turnips, <laughs> <laughs> pigs, chickens. Yes, of course. Uh, this year, bees are going to be coming to oh, property. Bees are cool. I'm very they excited about honey. this. I love honey. So good. Well, let me tell you, uh, uh, I may have honey someday. It would be we'll really see. cool if you did. It would be, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Man, uh, uh, oh, and question didn't you start a podcast? Is that still going? <laughs> yeah, that well, we took a little bit of hiatus over uh, for a couple months in the winter. One of our uh, one of the guys, uh, his wife had a baby and things like that, so we just took some downtime, sort of Christmas, January, February. Um, but we are sort of back in the saddle as of last week, actually, and so that's something that we're going to continue doing. Uh, it's called the, I'm going to plug it right now, shamelessly. It's called the Changing Normal Podcast. And we touch on tons of different topics, uh, including one of my other new passions, which is cryptocurrencies, finance, and Bitcoin. Primarily Bitcoin. <laughs> um, so we've been doing, yeah, in conjunction with the podcast where we talk about Bitcoin and some current events and uh, I don't want to say prepper stuff because that has kind of a weird connotation, but the the entire idea uh, behind it is to reject the new normal that a lot of society would like to foist upon us. Says the Bitcoin um, fan. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and well... The, the, the actual new normal they'd like to foist upon us is a central bank digital currency, but um, and but also not necessarily go back to the old normal because frankly the old normal wasn't so great either in you a think? lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, <that> sucked. <laughs> yeah. So well, as my dad used to say, the good old days weren't good; they were just old. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're trying to kind of help people with this idea of finding your own new normal um and and the ways to live as freely as possible as we can in 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 this country and so kind of going with that um hand in hand we've been doing uh presentations mostly around the province uh for on bitcoin and sound money uh so we do that periodically um 
yeah, so that's kind of the show. Um, what else I've been doing? 3D printing. Uh, I was heavy into 3D printing for a while. Still do some of that in 3D design. Got three different 3D printers now that do different projects. Um, man, there's probably stuff I'm missing, but that's, yeah. Well, I want to jump a lot in more. First. I want to jump Fishing. in for a second, yeah. Owen, because yeah. um, it's actually been so long since you were on, and Slamfire Radio is <laughs> the longest running program podcast to the best of my knowledge. Some mm -hmm. of the people who have joined Slamfire may not have any idea your connection to the show. So I think it is worthwhile saying that Owen was one of the original three. When Matthew and I left Canadian Reload Radio to start Slamfire, Owen was there with us from day one. So Owen's one of the original hosts, but left. Did you even make it to 100, Owen, or were you gone before that? I think I was gone before that. It was about a year and a year, year and a half, I want to say. Okay. Something like that. Right. I can't remember so, the exact. Yeah. So because it was so long ago and you weren't on for a tremendous amount of time, I thought it was worth mm. pointing out for the new listeners that have come on, even like since I left after 400, you know, when yeah, was there Gandalf 400 episodes ago. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was, that was the days of no show notes, at least at the beginning. At the very beginning, yeah. yeah. We just we just like, hey guys, what do you want to talk about? Uh, this, yeah. I guess, and then off we went, and it just went whichever way it went. Yeah, yep. and then we Good started to repeat days. ourselves and ramble, so we had show notes, and now we yeah. repeat ourselves and ramble <laughs> with show notes. That's right, <laughs> Trevor. At least, at least Kelly's here to steer us back on track. So, for for as far as trivia goes, what was the first name that you guys picked up? Shooting, shooting the breeze, shooting the breeze, yeah. shooting the yeah. breeze, yeah. and um. There we was actually, another podcast called that already, so we had to change it. But it turns out they never pu published anything. We could have kept it, which is like an awesome name. Yeah, but that's whatever. what it was supposed to be. It was very yeah. much like sitting around having a beer chat cast style. Yeah. So we went with shooting the You're breeze. Tub. It the sounds like cast. something you wouldn't have notes for, really. Right. Oh no, there was yeah. there was no no no. Yeah, and a quick Google search found a podcast by that name, but then. Uh, a little while later, a deeper Google search revealed that they hadn't really done anything and were pretty defined. It was too late by then. We were already yeah, slam fire. So. Exactly. And besides, slam fire has negative connotations with it, which is perfect for the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at episode 500, it's a good time to change. I think you yeah, it's a good time to change. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no longer known as slam fire. Yeah. I'm finding the breeze. <laughs> there you go. Switch it, switch it back to shooting the breeze. <laughs> Awesome. Anything else, uh, Owen, before we grab somebody else from uh, for a blast in the past? No, I think that's pretty much wraps up in, in a, you know, a, a thousand mile high view. I guess the only other thing I was doing a lot of flying with Matt there for a while. So that was the other thing that I was was doing. Yeah, over you, the still, last few you still years. have a plane. Still have a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Currently for sale. If anybody wants it, you know. Yeah, I don't it get is. to fly it enough, unfortunately. You should come flying with it some more. It's fun. <laughs> Well, once the once the snow's gone, I'll definitely be pulling it out to fire it up. The rust, see if it still runs. Knock, yeah, <laughs> knock the rust out of the carburetors and yeah. You guys are great salesmen, by the way. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. I wouldn't worry about Do it. Do anyone want a rusty plane? <laughs> yeah, but it'll be fun. Yeah, if anyone wants to buy it, they should maybe make Owen fly it first. Yeah. <laughs> like what about you, McClatchy? You bailed. I... You bailed before four hundred. Did you? When oh, did yeah. you go? I, I don't know. I think 
I don't even remember, to be perfectly honest with you. It's been a long time. Um, I had to yeah, bail. Yeah, you just didn't when show up I, one it, day. It's when I moved. Yeah, basically. It was when I moved from Edmonston down to Woodstock. When I initially moved down, I didn't have a good internet oh, connection. right. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, I'm like going to take some time to off till I get good parents. internet. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then I never came back because I enjoyed my Wednesday evenings <laughs> or Thursday evenings, I guess it was at the time. Well, maybe um, a baby. There was, and uh, a baby, yeah. So I had a daughter, Violet, and uh, anybody who watches my YouTube would may have seen her from time to time. So she's five now. Wow. So she is. Uh, she takes up a lot of time and energy, but it's a lot of fun. So does Jewel, is, to be fair. So you just well, yeah, yeah. put them together and <laughs> go fly. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's a little adrenaline junkie like I am too. Like she she gets right in the ultralight with me and goes flying and she goes in the Cessna and she's been in the gyrocopter and she's been, she's been in all of them and she just loves it. She's like, can I fly? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can fly. Go for it. So she's, Legendary. she's a lot of fun. Yep. She's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, my life basically has been, uh, it kind of stepped away from guns and got into aviation. Uh, since I left the show, I've gone from being a private pilot who was flying ultralights to a commercial pilot with a flight instructor rating. And I'm now one of two flight instructors at the local flight school. So I actually did a training flight this afternoon. Um, I've got uh, a couple of uh, new pilots under my belt that I've trained and, and successfully got their licenses. So um, yeah, uh, I've, I've been into flying. So I, I uh, uh, the, the general aviation stuff is actually kind of boring. Cessnas and whatnot are, not really my cup of tea, but they pay the bills. I'm more into the the light sport or or adventure type flying, and I've got uh, I've got a couple of planes that I uh, I buzz around in and terrorize the neighborhood and go have adventures and <laughs> break the landing gear on islands and have to get boats to get me back to land and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, last weekend, or I guess two week two weekends ago, I bought a new plane. So anybody watching my YouTube channel will have seen that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So. Anyway, it's just, yeah, I've been into aviation instead of guns. I have done a little bit of shooting, though, so I don't want to make you think that, you know, I'm all out. Um, I haven't sold anything. I've still got all my guns. Um, one of them turned prohibited, as everybody knows. The allegedly. AR, the, yeah, allegedly. The AR that... Uh, fans that built. Canadian, that, that the fans built. The AR that the fans built. I still have that, and it's still uh, sitting here in the safe. Um, not being used because it's okay. Over. I'm going to tell that story because yeah, it's, for it. it, it's part of Slamfire Radio yeah. history. So, for the <laughs> listeners who don't know, Matthew is a cheap twat. Oh boy, and, am I! Yeah, and <laughs> I got no money. I fly airplanes. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So he's like the only host who doesn't have a black rifle at the time. So Andrew, one of the other hosts on Canadian Reload Radio, basically puts a plea out to the listeners. You know, if you have a spare buffer tube or a spare trigger group, next thing you know, it, everything is mailed to Matthew to build an AR-15. Everything but a lower. I had to buy lower. my own lower, and yeah. everything else came from listeners donating spare parts they had laying around. So it is so literally it's a Franken-gun. In true McClatchy fashion, he buys what is quite possibly the cheapest lower known to the air for the win <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, the only thing you could have did worse was something 3D printed or plastic or something. Right. Or, yeah. or There A&E was a plastic or... option. I almost bought a polymer injection molded lower. I was going to get a plastic uh, one. I think right. you talked me out of it. You're like, no, no, dude, get something aluminum anyway. Yeah, at least like go 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 big and get an NEA or something like spoil no, no. yourself. No, 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 the cheapest one I could find. Unbelievable. I got that one too. And it I got works. A blue line. It works. Yeah, the, the no, gun still gun, works. Uh, it works great. I got a Trigicon on it. More... Last time I shot it, it did it did fine. Yeah. As long as the holes are in the right spot, you can make one out of wood. That right? that's basically it. Yeah, it's just yeah. lower. It doesn't do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so stuff together. I haven't yeah. been shooting that one, but I have done a little bit of shooting with some of my other non-restricted guns. I haven't been to the range in a while, so um, twenty-two usually goes with me in the car everywhere I go because I keep a license on me to to keep that legal and whatever. But you know. Um, just plinking with the nephews. My nephews have gotten into guns pretty good. My my uh, oldest nephew, I went to law enforcement and um, a, academy or whatever they call it these days, um, and he got number two in his shooting qualification. And he did attributed that to Uncle Matt. Uncle Matt showed him how to shoot, and so he and second and best, I, just like Uncle. I Matt. know, and I was like that. That's very fitting because I'm second best to Trevor, so that works out perfectly. <laughs> always riding the coattails <laughs> funny but yeah no that's that's kind of been me in a nutshell just uh just flying and a little bit of shooting and just kind of living life and carrying on awesome so the last time i can find you through my interning in the archives was uh, september 2019 wow what episode number was that uh, six, uh 325 325 that's not too bad yeah. Trevor hung on for another seventy-five episodes or so, but yeah, pretty good. But that pretty was good. yeah, we we did all right there. Yeah. So then, would it be Bolivar who came on, or no, Random I it, Dave? I think it was. Oh, not you mean just as like a as a part? Well, they're both offered full time spots. Yeah, but Dave, I was it? never offered anything. Oh, that's right. I was. Oh, yeah. I remember now. They wanted to, and I vetoed it. Yeah, we said no. Proper. Yeah. Yeah. Because you talked to me about it, and I said no. And you said, okay, I'll support you, Bolivar. No, I I think, wasn't it Adriel? What's that? Brian just told the truth and almost made me sound human. Oh, weird. (laughs) Everyone knows that I'm making that shit up. <laughs> I hung up on you five minutes before the show started just to set a tone. All right. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, I was saying, wasn't it? Didn't Adriel um, submit something or come on for something? Yeah, yeah. We had a contest to get the replacement for for Owen, but Adriel's been there since Owen left. So, oh, okay. So this I'm is trying okay, to go okay. around to the guys that aren't on every week. Right. Yeah. Plus, so Owen's let's go, Bolivar. Dave is still in and out. What's that, Adriel? I said, plus Owen's bald with a beard. You guys already covered that. You already had that on. Bald with a beard. Yeah, Mo, you can just leave. (laughs) (laughs) The position of fat, bald, beard guy is filled, Mo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Bolivar, go ahead, man. What have you been up to? You've been all over the map podcasting. You've been on multiple shows, and now you're like... Not yeah, I, I was I, I was never I was never offered a an actual role on the show. But There's a reason for it, that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go with <laughs> I had my own show that you know I was busy doing, so that's that's fine. Um, 
Whew, what have I been doing for the last couple of years? Um, well, yeah, like a lot of the other uh, uh, vanishing hosts, uh, firearms has taken a real backseat for me for the last few years. Uh, a lot of that had to do with the, the whole COVID thing and uh, ranges being shut down and all that crap. And then um, I got really busy in the local mountain bike community. So I fell back in love with mountain biking. And of course, that led me to disastrous disastrous decisions like being the president of the local mountain bike club. So I'm pretty busy with that. Yeah. How was I mean, that disastrous? Because I'm doing a whole bunch of admin work and not just riding my bike and having fun. You know, I'm oh. yeah doing that. You know stuff. what, Brian? You you we're all sort of geared the same way. If nobody paid, nobody nobody wants to work. Nobody gets to play, and there's only a tiny number of yeah this is this is it so uh but okay so the last few months um i've kind of rekindled my interest um i recently bought a sterling r18 rifle with the intent of uh participating in some ora type events maybe getting back into my roots in competition with uh cqc uh close quarters competition we used to call it close quarters combat but a close quarters battle but politically correctly we have to say something different now um enjoy because the fact we're running around with black rifles and handgun shooting you know, targets is so yes anyway so um yeah so anyway so i'm planning to do a little bit of that i've i was recently at at a range doing a uh, a snowsuit a snowshoe and shoot which was fine and until the wind came up and i just said you know what i could go home and i don't need to stay out here on the range in the wind um to hell with that so i went home i'm i'm kind of done with the whole winter shooting thing so i i can i can do other things in the winter that are that are warm i don't have to shoot um also uh owen you mentioned airsoft um i actually just last week picked up an airsoft uh pistol uh just to be able to do some some practice on uh on some property i have so um just you know it's 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 fun it's a it's a actually a 320 a Sig 320 uh, M17 uh, pistol, and so it. Uh, uh, at least it's not a 1911. It's, it's going to oh. work. <laughs> exactly right. Um, it's actually I was I was pretty interested. I didn't think about this when when I decided to go with the M17 versus the the 320, but they just use the the actual grip modules from Sig. They're they're official Sig grip modules. So if I had got a 320 instead of a P7 or the M17, I could have used my own, my, all my other grip modules too. But anyway, so I'll have some fun with that this spring and in the fall when I'm uh, out visiting my, uh, my rural property. And, and then hopefully um, with the ORA, I'll get to do some more matches. I'll get to hang out with Dave and have him yell at me and stuff. And it'll be, it'll be good. Should be, should be a lot of fun. So I defense, I hope, I've never hey. yelled at you. No. No, yeah. you have you have suggested that I was stupid, and that I could be smarter. Yeah, but we all do that. Fair. Not as polite, Fair. not as politely as Dave, though. No, no, Dave makes <laughs> you feel good about being told you're stupid. So Dave, that's, Dave's that's the kind of guy that tells you to go to hell, and you say thank you. Yeah, yeah. you enjoy the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now, practice uh, diplomacy. Now, Dave, I'm going to tell you right now, with with my getting back involved in the ORA. I'm the president of a mountain bike club. I am not going to be involved in organizing and running events at the ORA. So don't ask. I'm I'm just I'm going to be very hands off, and I'll be I'll do what you ask me on the range, but don't try and saddle me with admin stuff. Not happening. That's no. fine. 
but I will, yes, if you're on the range, I will ask you because you're incompetent. Are you competent and not okay. an idiot? I will ask I tell you, you to put stakes in the I, ground or move targets. Or I, I tell you what, if you expect me to be able to go set up uh, the range for a CQC because I used to do it five years ago, I don't remember. So, no, don't. I have a cheat sheet. I, I don't care. Your cheat sheet will get fired over the berm. I'm not doing it. I don't care. Brian, yeah. Brian I, I applaud that so much. This is the first year going into the summer in 12 years that I'm not responsible for anything or anyone. The last two years was... Um, still uh running some things plus my masters and the 10 years before my masters was running competitions at the gun club podcasting teaching classes with matthew and so for the first time literally in 12 years i'm not on a single committee i'm not i'm a member of certain things but no executive positions no volunteer work I do what I want when I want. And if I don't like, want, man? what's that like? Like I I'd love to like it, live your life right now. It <laughs> It's so awesome. I'm never going back. And Brian, yeah. you were free for a while. Now you're president of mountain bike club. Yeah. I never going back. Like they could call me and go, the rescue gun club is going to fold. If you don't step up, Too like, bad. I, I know how to fold blankets. Let me help you. Like yeah. I don't <laughs> give up. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, Trevor, are you involved in an organization of your other hobbies? Nope. Oh, thanks. Wow. Now, good for you. I, I'm going to personal gonna growth. You, I should I'm tell very surprised. A, a little story. Last fall, I was coming back from Nova Scotia and I stopped in to hang out with uh, for a lot for a couple of days. I don't think either one of us looked at a firearm while I was at your place. I don't think I even was in the attic. I don't think so. I don't. What think about so. an RC car? <laughs> there may or may not have been RC car. I may have. <laughs> met Do you him. still have the track in the backyard, Trevor? Yep. Good for you. Good. For I you. may. I may have met him at a at a school soccer field while he was um, enjoying his plane hobby. And I did comment for once. I'm not the nerdiest person. <laughs> We also confirmed that I spend more money on my hobby than he does. Yes. Yeah. I very quickly <laughs> pointed out to my wife how cheap my hobbies were yes. when the, when I found out the price of one of Brian's bicycles. I was going to yeah. say one of Brian's bike's tires. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there's, no, this, no, no. there's this like king of the nerds who rolls up to the flying field with a half ton truck and, a, and an enclosed trailer on the back and he pulls his $6,000 RC toy airplane out and he thinks he's a baller. And I'm like, bitch, please. My buddy's bike costs twice as much as that. And he has to pedal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's see what Gallon's been up to. Gallon's all kinds of uh, monumental life changing events i'm pretty sure he's unemployed but you never know it he's sitting in a hot tub like a baller gallon uh, what have you been doing man did gallon come to a podcast uh, microphone? it's been a busy oh. couple of years since the last time you guys had me on slampire all right you're having a mimosa aren't it's you just my laggy internet 
because you live in the country. I am having a mimosa in my hot tub. tub my fondest memory of yeah, you, that's, that's is when the main you, road right here. People were oh, passing see, he's by. He's got a huge there. delay, doesn't he? He can't hear he me. Does, yeah. Try it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say my my fondest memory of you, Gallon, is winning the. No, I can uh, hear you, Matt. Go ahead. Shot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like talking to the space shuttle in orbit. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pause for 30 seconds and y'all just wait while I talk to Gallon. <laughs> no, I was going to say, is the time you won the uh, McClatchy shot trophy at the, uh, the, the shoot that we had those years ago at the Rusty Goose Range. Do you remember that, Trevor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still have yes. that. That's in my bedroom upstairs right now. You should. Hey, look, it's Will. Hey, Will. Nice. I look at it before I go to sleep every night. Every night, it's the last thing I see before I go to sleep. Yeah, oh. no, you're also on my mind regularly. Who are you again? <laughs> we had to shut down story time a gallon at my last party. But yeah, uh, yeah the last couple of years, uh, I've been building more stories. Still a deviant. Uh, what else happened? I don't have a job anymore. Uh, I went to a really cool truck show in Ottawa last year. And <laughs> I've been heavily involved in the stuff with the CRPS, the ORPS, and the Maple Seed. Hopefully the truck show isn't related to the unemployment. My internet is brutal. Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, it the is. truck show is absolutely related to the unemployment. <laughs> and life oh, has never been better. I had a <laughs> home and I flipped the home and then I made some money and now I'm building something else. I got another project and things have been just great. Like never going back like to the nine to five bullshit. I just can't Wait, do it Gallen, anymore. Gallon, aren't you a hooker now? He certainly looks like one. Wait for it. Just part-time hooking. We can't, <laughs> listen, listen, we can't ask people to admit they're doing things that are on Is the that illegal in Canada still? Why can't we do the paying for the sex? I don't know. Whatever. No, he's a truck. No, he's this a, is where it got driver. crazy. I went to the Legion a couple of weeks ago to have a drink. So <laughs> then I'm leaving, and I see these women I know through horses. And one of them's like, what are you doing for work? And I'm like, nothing. She's like, you want a job? And I'm like, absolutely not. She's like, you want to be a hooker? And I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. That's up my alley. Well, she gives me an address, and I show up to it. And I think I'm going to have to have sex with old ladies. But then I get there, and it's actually a part-time tow truck driving job. Because I went to the Legion. <laughs> okay, this, this is a lot cleaner than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell my most recent gallon story. Yeah, he, Matthew told his uh -oh. favorite gallon story. So uh, my birthday party this year, uh, a lot of my gunny friends were over, and I decided that I wanted to do a um, a take on uh, first we feast hot ones where they eat the the hot wings on YouTube and they interview celebrities. But everything is a contest, as you know. So I decided that we would play firearms trivia. I would put out seven wings on the plate, starting at hot and getting to, oh, my God, I hate myself. And uh, we would ask firearms-related trivia. We had two judges, Christina and uh, a buddy, Paul of mine, who was just, well, he had two things going for him. He hates me, and he knows nothing about guns. 
So I never got a ruling in my favor, no matter how cut and dry it was. It was pretty awesome. So anyway, um, so two funny stories about that is uh, Mark Price, the squire, formerly Stable Boy. I handed out the wings and they were stacked in a particular order. And I gave the person the plate in a correct orientation. All they had to do was sit down and went one through six from left to right. And number seven was in its own position of authority at the bottom, just to remind you of what's coming. Price immediately turns his plate around, sits his dumbass down. First question wrong, eats wing number six. And he holds <laughs> it together. But on the inside, he's going, I'm fucked. If this is how it starts, I'm fucked. <laughs> so there's, me, Mark. there's me, all my shooting buddies. Denis is there and Gallon. And this is firearms related trivia. I get third. Denis, the gunsmith, second. Gallon gets first, of course, when nice. firearms related trivia. Then we go into the living room for story time with Gallon. This is the first time we ever had a show. I down. had to get first place in that because I don't do hot stuff, and that first two wings burn like chlamydia. <laughs> As only he would know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when we were, um, there was a new person there and their wife. And uh, I tried to, like, prepare them, right? He's laughing his ass off when Gallon starts. And I'm like, well, maybe I didn't prepare her correctly. I said, you know, a comedian gets on stage and they say awful things, but it's not true because it's called a comedy skit and it's a joke. So, well, Gallon's like that, but it's all true. (laughs) (laughs) So that may have backfired because she was having none of it and uh, was ready to, like, almost like make a little bit of a scene and leave. So I look over at Gallon. I'm subtly, do, subtly doing this, like thinking that he'll kind of ease he was his laughing. way out of it. She was nope, serious. He just stops and stares. I like felt like Chris Rock and Wilson. What do I do? I, I never waved off before. Is there any point in asking? Hey, look who's here. Oh my God. <laughs> Gallon, Kim says hi. He probably can't see that, right? Because he's not. Anyway, that's one of Gallon's exes, everybody. He'll hear you in 30 seconds. <laughs> he's the only one he's ever told a story about. I can. Trust me, I've asked. But he no. says your bedroom's weird, by the way. <laughs> All right. So that's Gallon. Um, Dave, you're still on on a regular basis. So why don't you just kind of bring us up to speed? It's every regular basis. Yes. You, uh, you, I came on. You, you, I don't know. Trevor started inviting me on the show on a more regular basis so i started showing up a little more and then uh you said i'm welcome anytime i want and then you quit (laughs) (laughs) maybe it was me i don't know so maybe i needed or maybe i wanted you to replace me i mean maybe it was engineered uh, so what have I been doing? Things that rhyme with Trevor Tavor. I've been doing dry practice, dry fire practice with my Tavor, trying to Trevor, as I call it, trying not to, trying to get my reload time under horrible and down to, you know, maybe double what it is with the That uh, the ORA we finally got some dates from base Borden, so super excited about that. So the Ontario Rifle Association first event is this uh, Saturday. But I'm excited about it, so I'm going to say it now. Uh, things are up in practice score, and we have a precision rifle clinic, too. So I'm super uh, 
Happy about that. I'm going to go shoot the thing with my Tavor. Uh, yeah, join me for Gun Club. I think I mentioned that last week, but I got uh, got to get some plans to get up there and, and I got to do a lot more shooting this year. And that is that. Sweet. All right, so now back to the uh, show notes, Adriel. We'll go through them that way. Sure. All right, take it away. Uh, I did a three-gun match at Sherwood Park. I match directed this one. I'm still in, caught in. I'm caught. I can't get out. Every time I try to get out, they pull <laughs> me, me back. back and pulling me back. <laughs> no, I volunteered for this, uh, but uh, I whole scale stole some USPSA multi-gun stages from some regionals and nationals that I looked on that I saw on YouTube that I liked. I stole those designs. I made my kid kid uh, put it into Practice Sim Designer, and uh, and that was that. So it was very easy to uh, put the match together. Um, Really good turnout at Sherwood Park. Way more people than we typically get. We typically get like 10, 12 people. We had 20-something, 20-something people out there. So it's good to see that three-gun league like starting to get some legs underneath it, starting to get like a lot more people out there. Uh, in terms of my performance, all my guns ran fine because I ran them the week before and I figured out what went wrong, so I fixed them. That shotgun jamming was, uh, that was pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching those hard extractions. It, yeah, watching you slam the charging handle on the side of the wall. That's that's because I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm just you going know. caveman on it, and I am. Yeah. But uh got well, I mean, one could argue if you knew what to do, then you would have cleaned it and that wouldn't have happened. Is that a is that yeah, one argument? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Fair, fair, fair. But, like uh, you're a hammer, just, whatever you're doing, I, just collapse the bus dock first. That's <laughs> always always collapse the buttstock first. So I, I I won the match with uh with the jams and I, I didn't win the match with uh, with no jams. I got second. Uh and it's because of like I got real sloppy with my trigger and I was slapping the fuck out of it. And uh and that was all my problem uh on Saturday. And I knew it like on, on the last stage, I was missing shots I shouldn't have been missing. I hit some penalty targets with my rifle. It just all went to crap because I was just getting real ham-fisted with the trigger. So that's what I'm going to try to improve at uh, this next weekend's three-gun match because I have another one coming up. I've got one every week pretty much. Uh, so that one's uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, in terms of other stuff, I'm going to be getting a Bren 2 MS conversion uh, at some point. Someone I know... Uh, wants one so we're like hey what if i buy it i'll review it and i'll send it to you afterwards so that's 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 the gig i'm doing with that one Sorry, and uh, so Good it's gig. one of so it's one of the 10 inch barreled ones it's going to get rebarreled to 18 and a half inch so it's going to go to nr nice which means it's going to have like it's going to have a weird like short forend on it but i don't really care so i want to I want to see it. I want to. I want to try it out. So I'm looking but forward to that. But will it stay NR? Uh, well, as long as it's NR before anything else happens. But yeah, I mean that's a good point because Marstar, like that, th those are due to come in June, July. So who knows? Could get banned. Could get banned. Uh, and then aside from that, I've I sent out uh, Maple Seed email, and I've been filling, working on some filling some events. So we opened up like a crapload of events in BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, just a whole schwack load of them. So lots of Maple Seeds coming up, and uh, that's 
I am basically scheduling my summer so that I'm going to be doing um, two weekends of maple seeding for, um, say, like May to October, something like that. So that's going to be my summer. Nice. Uh, who else is supposed to be next here? Well, we'll get Mo to go next because Kelly had to step Mo? out. Yeah. Mo, what about you? Uh, I just had an in-training for a new range, the uh, Cornwall Handgun Club. So it was an uh, in-class part of my membership. Uh, that was on the Saturday. Um, so it was a mix of like the RPAL course and uh, specific stuff for the club. Uh, it was run by the the two gyms. One's like the head trainer and uh, range officer and uh, the other gym who does the events. So he does all the IPSC matches and uh and various other stuff. They did a good job to try to keep it interesting. I mean, it's the same material over and over again. But um, and then we had visits. The, the really interesting part was we had visits by uh, the local MP. So the uh, provincial and the federal one came to talk to us at, at separate times. And they did their you know political thing. They make excellent eye contact and they listen and they nod and they say you know they're on our side and all that. So I guess you know. It was all positive, but we'll see what happens when uh, <laughs> down the road. Kiss any babies? Uh, yeah, they did the handshaking, the kissing of the babies. Yeah, that's <laughs> ribbons, shaking yeah. of babies. Yeah, shaking. I, of I thought babies. it was kissing hands and shaking babies, but yeah, all of that, all of that. Um, the interesting take was from the the provincial guy because he was asked. Um, why Ontario hasn't taken a stance like Alberta and Saskatchewan has. And in not so many words, he basically said it's because of Toronto and they wow. have to, they have to play both <laughs> sides that they can't just come out pro gun and then lose all the Toronto votes. So, I mean, he really, he, he did ended up say, saying it that way. So, which yeah, we all know, we, we all know is the truth. Yes. We all know is the truth, but it was still cool that they were there anyways, uh, visiting a gun yeah. club. So, I was good. Yeah, yeah, I was happy for that. Um, and uh, the interest, another interesting part was uh, they asked, uh, you know, who here doesn't own any handguns? And there was actually quite a few people like th that were there, and like like they're mix of you know newer shooters and older shooters. And it was like I was just surprised that there was that many you know people into guns that didn't own handguns. And I guess and they they all had the same story that they missed out on it right so hopefully they'll get their shot down the road um really that's that's it for me who's left kelly hi i'm back so i've been having problems with my audio it keeps kicking me out so um what did i do last week i went and did a pheasant hunt with the ccfr women's group it was awesome we killed a lot of birds uh, that was it. <laughs> so um, Kelly Kincaid organized the event. Um, Matt um, Pomeroy brought out his dogs. So he brought out three dogs. He brought out a two pointers and a lab. And uh, we had so the pointers go out. Um, he ran them in the morning. And then also the lab was a flusher. So we had a fantastic time. And as I said, we killed a lot of birds. And then I stuck around for the afternoon shoot and took pictures with that. It was a co-ed shoot in the afternoon. It was lots of fun. Uh, we had another guy come down from Ottawa, one of Matt's friends, and he brought his pointer. And again, it was a lot of fun. I love watching the dogs work. Um, uh, as I was walking down the field, it was awesome to uh, to 
be in the company of a lot of ladies in the, and some men in the afternoon. But as I was walking down the field, I said, Kelly, remember, you know, when Trevor said, I knew once you actually met Kelly, that you would be killing animals. <laughs> that was the transition. <laughs> and I said, I'm so glad I met you. We killed a lot of birds today. So <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's what we bond over. <laughs> we had such a great time so we have we have so many and i mean so many um, that um had to be dressed and we're using the feathers we're using everything about the birds we're taking the thighs and we're making pots out of it and we just had yeah so everybody knows that kelly kincaid is one of my best friends and uh, we do everything together and shoot a lot of things including animals and trevor i did want to say thank you so much for actually encouraging me to go and do that because you know um i shot my first deer this year which was awesome and if you want to see how i shot the deer it's a good picture i can't show it on air because i shot his out his face her face um but <laughs> double shot that. i'm so glad yeah, so I'm so glad that everybody's on tonight. It's really good to see everybody. I've missed every single one of you. So, but yeah, that was my weekend. I shot a lot of birds out of the sky. I was, oh, the other thing I did was I went up to, yeah, I used a 28 gauge. So the 28 is my shotgun of choice. I use it for skeet. I use it for duck hunting. And I also use it for partridge. And I shot those pheasants were not getting away. The motto of the day was if it's brown, put it down or shoot the shit out of it because we're not going home. It cost us a lot of money. So we're going to actually make sure that those birds didn't escape. So, yeah. So we had we had some of the partridges. A couple of were runners and we made sure that we actually cleaned up afterwards with those as well. Uh, but yeah i was taking shots um I, there was a couple that tried to get away and i made sure that they didn't uh you know close to 60 70 80 meters they were done even with wow. the 28 gauge yep we made sure and the dogs went and retrieved them and we collected all of the birds didn't miss many what sort of a choke did you have in that uh i act all right, so I I had my over under, so I had modified oh, okay. on the bottom, and I had skeet on the top. So it wow. was, yep. I made sure that, yeah. Uh, my motto and is Kelly and Kelly and I are ruthless. Like we're standing beside each other, and it's just like the we were hunting on a um a private property and. And the guy raises the pheasants and uh, we gave him back the pheasants because we were going to go out for a second hunt. And he goes, you're supposed to count to three. I said, yeah, yeah I forgot. So it's one. Flush, <laughs> <laughs> boom. And Matt also, Matt, who was the guy that was running he he's the one that suggested it and he did a i think that 
it was a really good suggestion because a lot of the women that were out with us they've never hunted before uh and in mcintosh one of my bffs as well she this is her first hunt where she has ever harvested anything we've gone out uh, deer hunting with her she has not harvested anything duck hunting nothing and this is her first harvest so she was super excited about that um so and it was super safe um yeah and uh as matt said he says i would not want to be a pheasant with you women today um because (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we made sure that those pheasants all came home with us yeah it's cold outside it's best to bring them up yeah yeah uh SFRC was supposed to have some 28 gauge for me. Uh, 41's a, $41 a box. Uh, they couldn't, yeah, they, so they couldn't find any. So I had to go up uh, at the last minute and I went up to, I wanted to give a shout out to Wings Fish and Bait out in Lindhurst. I drove out there and they had two boxes of number five and it was twenty four ninety nine a box, so I wanted to say thank you because they saved me about thirty dollars. Wow! Wow! Yep, yep, that was it. So that's what I did this weekend. I went and filled our freezer. You yeah. were shooting them with number five. You probably cranked them with that, especially that close. That one, yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Annie and wings. <laughs> Made sure he was down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. I wanna I wanna work more with dogs now. I wanna go out, wanna work with flush uh flushing was fantastic. It mean it meant you had to be on your game. We had some ladies that were part of the um social media community or they have their own social media accounts. Um, they were taking film and, you know, reels and they were taking selfies. And I'm going, how do, I just talked to Matt. I said, how do you know you're working with or you're hunting with women? They're taking selfies. I, and I'm, bird, bird, bird. bird. <laughs> I'm going, Sorry, too busy I'm going, being an influencer boss, babe, to shoot yeah, your, going, your bird. Get it together. <laughs> I was, I'm getting my bossy pants on. Uh, you know you're old when... <laughs> But we did get some really good photos too, so it was awesome. That's me. That's it. Cool. That's everybody. Kyle, what have you been up to, Kyle? Uh well, Friday last week, I uh, there was a gun show here in Carlsbad, so I went and checked that out. And I gotta say, that's been a first time in a long time I've actually been impressed with the gun show. Maybe it's because I'm new down here, but there was more guns and specifically handguns on one table than in an entire gun show back in like GP or any other gun show I've been to. Sorry, where was this called? Uh, Okay, so some of the hosts or the former hosts may not know. I just uh, recently moved down to Carlsbad, New Mexico. Oh, shit. Good for you. Yeah, so. I was like, handguns. At a gun yeah. show. Wait a second. Hold on. Back up. Back up. I yeah, missed. and out of a... Di- get this. They weren't in a display case. They were just sitting there right on top of their box. Possible. And, yeah. Wow. How many people were killed? Zero. <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything, so... 32,238 32, people in Carlsbad, so I suspect 32,237. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
Wow. So That's why amazing. do we have an American on a Canadian gun podcast? What's going on? What, <laughs> We're what, what has happened since COVID? Like, why, why is I've, I've barely been down? here a month. Dogs are living with cats. <laughs> open, open borders now. I'm here We're, to make everyone else feel bad. Yeah, we're living vicariously through. Kyle. Need your help, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the gun show is cool. How do we uh, get his passport revoked? How do we <laughs> get him? In Mexico, we probably didn't even need a passport. <laughs> how can you be so close to Arizona and not go to the good state? I was there a couple weekends ago. Have you compared the crime rates between New Mexico and Arizona? I think you want to be in Arizona. I wanted to be in Texas, but well, work. Proper, yeah. I'm an hour from the Texas border. I'm closer okay. to Texas than I am Arizona. So you're an American gun show. <laughs> I'll have to talk oh, to the, the CRTC and see how that right. works. Yeah. CanCon revoked. Yeah. Might be. Might be. Yeah. 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 So they had a table like set up for non-firearm personal defense, and it was awesome. They had batons there, like real batons, tasers. Those remember we were talking about those pepper balls, like the paintball pepper balls. Those were on there, and they had these uh, their brushes and combs, and the handle was a knife that just pulled out. America. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did make a purchase. It wasn't firearm related because I still need my driver's license to buy guns, but. It's Hold actually on. really funny because I bought something. Stop! Stop. I need my driver's license. Not my firearms oh. license. My yeah. driver's license. Yes. Oh, you got a permit America. for all that freedom? Well, because I got everything else. Because I'm down here on a visa. So uh -huh. I have the residency. The driver's license will prove the residency. I have so, my hunting license. Clearly, you're walking around with an erection 24-7. Like, how long before it started to get uncomfortable? Mm. I'm just asking for a friend. It hasn't. Good. Good right answer. Good. Okay, carry just on. A just a has it has a handgun just pointed at it all the time too. Appendix <laughs> <Yeah>. carry. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> uh but I did buy something there and actually this is really funny because it turns out that I can't actually carry it outside of my home in New Mexico. <laughs> How did you get it from the store to your home? I didn't. I bought it off a table. You can own it. It's just I can't carry it. It's just well, you can't carry it. How did you transport it home? Person. It wasn't like in your pocket. They gave you a nice little pelican case to carry it home in. You're joking. <laughs> no, it actually came with a nice little pelican case to carry it. Ridiculous. At least you can, you can buy own it. Them. You can't carry it. So but but for for the listeners, it's a switchblade basically. It's push it forward. Knife comes out. Nice D two seal. Comes straight and, out the tang as opposed to yeah not the tang but whatever you know what i mean spring assist very yeah. much spring assisted yeah. now how many times have you held it against something and pushed the button just to see if it would penetrate oh i did that right away right away right away <laughs> i'm glad i was a cardboard box no you. it breaks free it will not penetrate a cardboard box on opening lame cool. yeah it wasn't your femoral artery no, no, I didn't test it on myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you're not really American. Yeah. yeah. We're Mexico, man. Yeah. I got some practice to, to do here. <laughs> There's no hold set... my beer and watch this. Yeah. Well, I'll just show them how Albertans do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Saturday, I shot my first USPSA match up in Roswell. And uh, it was a good match. Great pistol or like a multi-gun? Nope, pistol. Yeah, first, sorry. First USPSA pistol match. It was a lo- like level MC, one. The fault lines don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And a couple other things. I was shooting limited, so I was shooting my DVC 9, so I was shooting limited minor, but... I could use my 140 mil mags. I didn't have to mm. use my 126s like in Ipsic. Yeah, because reloading is dumb. It's good. Yeah. I thought about doing carry optics, and this is where like uh, Ipsic and production optics, I feel, has it right. Because in Ipsic, you can use a race holster for your production optics. Carry optics in USPSA, it has to be basically a a Kydex holster. It has their, to be within half an inch of, of your injection port yeah. and. And yeah. that's a carryover from their version of production. There's no race holders holsters in their version of production either. Yeah. And since carry optics guns are production guns with an optic on it, they kept the full full enclosed holster rule. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so minor differences, but it was it was a good day. Uh, performance. We won't. We don't need to talk about performance. <laughs> How was the local competition? Is it stiff? Like were, were they? I would actually say. Or? average you know guys that okay. we've shot ipsic with in alberta would probably would have taken it that day but uh i mean this is a small level one match there's definitely competition out here but uh well that's another one the classifiers they have the classifiers mm-hmm. not you have to what is it like, you have to have like 20 people in your division for your division finish to actually count towards your uh classification mm-hmm so, but it was a fun day. Shot like crap, but uh, <laughs> too many mics. So one classifier, I I just reverted to three gun and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you just like kept transitioning to the same gun? What, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You're going to hold no, for this just... and pull it back out. Now it's a rifle. Pew, pew. Yeah. No, it just well, went too fast. Too went too fast. I had too loose of a grip. So I got I to gotta work on that, but there's a lot of matches going on. But at that, I met up with the organizer for the Carlsbad USPSA matches, which are, that was something. The, all these clubs are just restarting from COVID. Like pretty much com, comp, what I gathered Saturday was competition shooting down here basically died completely. Like clubs just totally dissolved over COVID. And now they're finally starting to fire back up. That's funny. It, cer- it certainly feels like that over here. Did last year. No. no. But I started talking with the the well the organize the main organizer for the Carlsbad matches, and I asked him about three gun. And it's funny you guys were talking about you know getting out of the organization or somehow you're still doing it. And within about five to ten minutes of talking with him, I kind of volunteered myself to help build three gun and two gun down here <laughs> so probably be having more conversations with him their matches here are every thurs third saturday so between now and then i'll have i'm sure i'll have a conversation with him and get something going for two gun or three gun down here and uh other than that i've been trying out the concealed carry and it's weird. Like I, I have to carry empty. So I've been trying to find a solution for that. 
because New Mexico is not a constitutional carry state. And I did get confirmation this weekend that I need to have my permanent residency, so my green card, in order to get the New Mexico carry permit. But you can but carry it empty. I can carry. I can, can. I can carry it loaded, open, or concealed, empty. So you can you, you can carry a mag though. So you'd have to pull it out, mag in, and then rack it. Yeah, yeah. And they actually don't have a definition for unloaded, but play it safe, mag out of the gun. But uh, I come down, I had this uh, G-code appendix carry holster for the Glock 48, and I bought this mag pouch. It's a sticky holsters mag pouch, but it was outside the waistband. I couldn't find a standalone inside the waistband mag pouch. Concealment solutions? Locally. I'm sure online I, I could find it. Do have in New Mexico? Actually, funny oh, yeah. story on that. My internet got hooked up on Wednesday last week, and by Friday I had no internet, and quite literally it finally got restored about 15 minutes before the show tonight. Yeah. And, yeah. So, apparently, no, internet is not a regular thing where I'm at. <laughs> oh, well. well so, that's, so that's fascinating. So you... You can't carry the gun loaded unless you have your concealed carry permit. Can't carry concealed. Yeah. You can you can carry it loaded. I can carry it just open. like I'm carrying right now. So I have it unloaded empty. Is fine. And I have an empty mag. I emptied it for the show, but I have the sidecar. I just picked this uh, holster up yep. when I was in Arizona. But I'm not liking it. I actually going to have to buy a wedge to make this uh, holster work, I think. So I for the listeners, to... he's got an appendix um, carry holster for his yeah. Glock. Which is that, a 48? Yeah, it's a 48. So I, I bought a holster with the mag pouch sidecar because okay. I have to carry empty. So I thought, hey, I want to... Yeah. I can get it right there. Mm-hmm. But with my size... And even with my baggy shirts, the uh, the hilt of the gun still prints a little bit on my T-shirt. So I want to get a wedge that goes right down around the barrel and slide, and it'll actually push the muzzle out and then push the hilt of the pistol back in. So I'm going to try that. The G-code worked good, but it was a smaller holster, didn't have the sidecar. So, yeah, just playing around with the concealed carry, trying to get that so I feel comfortable. The first time I actually carried was a weird feeling, but it was liberating. First, yeah, I, I think I'd rather do what you're doing. When I was in Utah, I could carry, I don't remember what the conditions are, but I had a mag in the gun, but no round in the chamber, but I had to open carry. Oh, yeah. So now, I'm against open carry. Even if it, that was the only way I could carry, I'd be like, no, I don't need to advertise same, that. Same. I just did it to check that box. If I had the right to carry, it wouldn't be open. It's dumb. You're not yeah. a cop. Why are you advertising that you have a gun? It's dumb. You it's just swing your dick around. Yeah. Yeah. And I found, uh, I'll, I've never really, this is funny. I've never actually looked at defense pistol rounds before because there was no point in canada right yeah yeah well the cheapest defense rounds i could find were these uh hornady critical defense they're 115 grain ftx and they're just over a dollar around us oh yeah and they were the cheapest ones i found 
But you don't have to buy a lot, right? No, I bought two boxes at 25. So my my mag holds 15. I mean, you're going to want to put some through the gun just to do a a reliability test, a function test. Yeah. And then I'll put a bunch of full metal jackets through it just to get practice with the gun itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still want to practice. You want to see how your gun's going to function with the carry ammo. But you're not going to... You don't need to burn a hundred to do that. No, no, not at a bucket piece. Do you? <laughs> yeah. And that's an American buck, by the way. So it's like two fifteen yeah. Canadian. Well, yeah, it was twenty six dollars US for the box of twenty five. Mental. Last, last yeah. time I bought a, a box of carry ammo up here, it was I think it was fifty bucks. Whatever. Yeah, it can get really expensive. Yeah. That was more than that. It was a box of twenty, and it was fifty five. Wow. Better have like cyanide yeah. capsules in it for that price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking depleted uranium. Yeah. But mm. That's basically what I've done in guns this last week. All right, cool. Um, Adriel, do we want to do the upcoming events? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's they're pretty short there. Um, there's Maple Seeds open up all over Western Canada. Check out mapleseedrifleman.com slash events for more info on those. Uh, there are some Chaz three gun spots still available for this weekend's match. So if you want to shoot some three gun and you're in the Edmonton area, uh, check out practice score and that's it. Excellent. Okay. Who put in the news items? No budget for firearm confiscation and JT claiming CPC is in the pocket. Yeah, I got both of those. I mean, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the second one first because it's like a nothing burger, but uh, Justin Trudeau claimed that this, like, in a, if you watch the clip there, he claims the seat the Conservative Party is in the pocket of the NRA, which is uh, weird. But so that's the uh, second time he's done that. When they were mm-hmm. talking about the quote-unquote handgun ban a little while ago, he stood up and said, "This is further proof, Mr. Speaker, that the op- loyal opposition is deep in the pocket of the gun lobby, the American gun lobby." He didn't even say that. He said NRA. So it's straight oh, said up NRA. NRA. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Which okay. So where's uh, where's the yeah. proof, Justin? Show us show us the show us the books. Yeah. How does this work? Not like you're in the pockets. You experienced it different. I was just gonna say Justin's <laughs> been in more pockets than Gallon has been. That's such uh, a that's yeah. such a weird thing to just say stuff like that. Like we really need to we need really need to allow you to sue people in Parliament. What well, yeah, where else can you just say something like that with any checks and balances and get away with it? Well, yeah, you can say whatever Slam you fire want. Slam radio. And... <laughs> Allegedly. It's a entertainer entertainment purposes only. Yeah. I literally stand up in Parliament and say Justin Trudeau is a child molester and I have proof. And I'm good. I'm good yep. to go. No problems. No problem. Man. Yeah. The other one here is, uh, yes, yeah, so they just released the 2023 budget today and there's nothing in there for firearms confiscation cost other than like some it stuff they got like uh 10 mil or so for like it stuff for firearms i can't even buy a coffee for the it department up the federal government no no so there's no they haven't budgeted for firearms confiscation just straight up they're probably just going to keep status quo for now they're spending enough as is they're 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 definitely yeah not budgeting for something has never stopped them before adriel deficit for everything else is 50 billion I, That's I've the got deficit. A, Sorry, I, go ahead, I, Brian. I have a thought for you, Trevor. We have a conservative uh, party that keeps promising the gun community that they're going to do something about 
the gun situation in Canada at the next election. Yeah. At the next election. So the liberals are doing the same thing with the gun confiscation. Oh, then after the next election, we're going to actually do the confiscation. Vote for us so we can keep, so we'll, we'll do the thing that you want us to do. Yeah. The yeah. politicians are doing their politicking. They're, they're two sides of the same coin. Yep. You got yeah. it. I just want your votes. I'm going to lie to you until you give me your votes. Yeah. And then I'll do what I want. Or, w- yeah, whatever's easy. It's kind of like a marriage proposal. <laughs> right? Oh, I will I will do the dishes and clean the driveway and mow the lawn, and I'll do none of it. Yeah. Lisa, you said the that difference, stuff? The difference no, is, <laughs> with the government, you know you're going to get the word yeah, out. But when you get married, you don't? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Figuratively, and never mind. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. All right. Huh. Moving on. What uh, next? Uh, there's a this? CCFR legal yeah. fund donations. They're they're going to be suing the government. Their court case is set April 11th to 20th. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. Good luck yep. with that. Money. Let's go after these bastards. Yeah, because yep. it always works. Never know. You never know. Do enough. Eventually we might want to win one of these. And if uh, we win, it won't matter. They'll just change the rules, move the air post, whatever the the goalposts. Yeah. It's always it's always a battle. New gun stuff. Yep. Do you take that? You gonna take it? That's you, isn't it? Oh, it's me. Uh, yeah. So new gun stuff is sponsored by Bullseye North. Uh, they have the best deals, free shipping over two hundred dollars. I'm gonna talk about this one because I found it. And it's got me curious. They've got the M Carbo CZ75 uh, trigger spring kit. And I noticed oh, down here in the reviews, the only review they've got on this thing is someone who uses it on a Jericho 941. <clears throat> and I got mm. a Jericho and I'm like, hmm. it desperately needs a trigger. Oh, it desperately needs a better trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And Worth this a shot, thing, man. 45 to 62 bucks. It's more if you do, if you get the floating trigger pin. If it doesn't work, you take it out and you flog it. Somebody with a CZ, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, for sure. 60 bucks. I got the the Macarbo spring kit for my uh, Marlin 795, and it worked great. Yeah, that was the first time I ever heard of M-Carbo. And then Mm -hmm. I also put an M-Carbo in my 597, I believe. Yeah, I think you did. I remember that. There might even be a video on my channel about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's like 14 years old. No doubt. <laughs> Man. Oh, if you put it like with a Savage Axis one, uh, it makes such a big difference. It pulls it down to like a two and a half pound trigger. It's scary. But uh, anyways, that's got me curious uh, for the Jericho. Nice. I'm going to rip through the rest here. So Iron Guns has the Rock Island Armory TM22 for 319 It's like 150 bucks cheaper than some of the options we've been seeing here in Canada. So that's US and that is with the conversion. It's still $150 cheaper than We've been getting out here, but gray market, no, no support. Uh, no, yeah, okay. Yeah. North Silva is bringing in some 303. So 303 British, we've we've had a, a shortage for a while now. Uh, they're bringing in some Ooh. UMC. This was 174 green FMJ, which is it used to be really decent, cheap stuff. I, I, I don't have any idea what it's going for right now. They're selling it at G4C Sports and Solely Outdoors. The next one's kind of interesting. 39 bucks a box. Well, that's not the worst. No, it's not. No, no. It's not. I'd still for, rather reload. For a comparison, but... they have Cellular and Bellet listed 400 rounds for $840. Ooh. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just threw up a little. Yeah. If you want to hunt with your 303, uh, they're also bringing in some HSM using Sierra Game Kings in it. Oh, 180 grains. 180, that's, yeah, I figured, yeah. That's far too fancy for a 303, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. Hey, cool. I've got a Bubba Lee Enfield. I could put something like that through it. Absolutely. You could also. <laughs> The majority of the moose shot in New Brunswick for a hundred years was with a uh, Leanfield. Yep. But with like just mine. like a, a 180 grain soft point would be fine. Yep. You don't need game kings in there. No. And whatever it these things It freaks me cost. out to think that the same round that was used against humans will take down a moose. One and done. <laughs> it was a little bit overpowered when they brought it out. <laughs> the, the, reason, so. the reason why 556 five, has become the standard. Yeah, they realized <laughs> yeah. that maybe. The thousand yard cartridge wasn't necessary. Yeah. 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 You also, shot a man with a 303. You shot him and his ghost. I'd, I'd be curious <laughs> as to what the actual bullet diameter is. Oh, it's 311, isn't it? Or is it 312? Well, I don't know. Mm. I'm just, yeah. I'd like to mic. Because if they're using the Sierra 180, then it's not the proper 303 diameter. Yeah. It's probably 308, which is yeah. 311. And the 303 the diameter is, is 312. Okay. At 308. Uh, 308 is 308. 303 is 312 or 311 or Paper patch. Just paper patch them all. No, no, just don't <laughs> clean it. Let it build up. It'll get tighter over time. That's it. Let the shoot of that thing. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. You yeah. shoot some lead. Yeah. Calgary that will, also, has, that will uh, also flatten a deer. That people have killed deer with just pure lead bullets for a long time. <laughs> yeah. well, Captain Andy takes a lead. He casts a lead slug for his 4570, and he kills a moose with that every year. Not this past year, but uh, traditionally his moose gun. He's like lets in a lot of light. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Big hole. After the after the garden size hole uh, of blood stops coming out the lungs, yeah, then the light gets to go in. Awesome. All right, Adriel, we sidetracked, yep. but you know that's what we do. Part of the show. Yeah. Calgary Shooting Center's got the. They've got a whole bunch of MT, MDT stuff. So if you're looking for MDT stuff, they've got. I don't know about everything that MTD has, but uh, but a lot of it, the mags, the uh, chassis, and all the little little bits there. If you're looking for like the gucciest of spare shell holders for your PRS match, mm-hmm. boy, they've got it. They've got it. Wow, <laughs> that, isn't that fancy? Oh, that is fancy. Everything. Mm-hmm. Did I see hand stops? Hand stops? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's barricade <clears throat> stuff. There's your hand stop right there. Huh. Yeah, you might not want to use the other one as a hand stop. It would... Yeah, yeah, she's greater in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm having left-handed problems with my, uh, with my Sterling, in that my thumb gets in the way of the ejection port, and then it works poorly. You still um, doing that? Yeah. What's? Why is your thumb at the ejection the port? Because I shoot left-handed, and then I have a magwell hold, and it just, yeah, it's not working great. I need something to reference with my thumb. How, how is the R18 going? Not to not to segue, but I can't it. say that I've shot enough to say. I mean, it's 
it's uh you know it's ar ish in all the functions um it's got a piston so it's not as light as it could be the barrel is not a um it's not an ibi so it's not the best barrel in the world so you know you have the pencil it, barrel or the mid uh the mid with okay. the mid yeah that's what I, they all that's the only thing they offer now yeah yeah i have a buddy who has an original one with the pencil barrel and i shot it a couple months ago it it my buddy's like it's just like an ar-15 as soon as i picked it up i'm like like fuck it is <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying <laughs> all right i really have to edit that but yeah it's it's not an ar-15 it, and no. the trigger is not good not a good no trigger. well i did opt for a i did Put a trigger tech in it so the trigger oh, is now yeah. awesome um and stock trigger is 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 like yo it was that's okay that's okay you're gonna replace it anyways yeah, yeah. no but I it's guess. a three thousand dollar gun there should be a decent trigger in that thing in my well it, yeah. it, there is if you spend extra money and buy a trigger tech <laughs> <laughs> i expected yeah if you spent i wasn't thirty four hundred dollars you get a decent trigger uh yeah by the time i put new furniture on it yeah it was thirty five hundred dollars yeah Woo. yeah this <sighs> is the closest thing you're gonna get to an ar right now but it's I'm yeah glad i got it yeah yeah now, it's apc it and i i tried not to compare it to my my damaco ar-15 which was a lot cheaper and more better just yeah it is what it is yeah <sighs> Cool. Twisted Rooster is mentioning here that uh, Sierra does make 312 bullets, so they do make bullets for the uh, for the Enfields. So I, probably... I think I think Twisted Rooster is correct, as I recall from way back in my memory banks. Yes, good good point. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, if you want to go uh, shoot a deer with something that is a PCC, uh, Frontier Firearms has the TNW10 Aero Survival Rifle. This is the 10 millimeter version for extra stank for. I don't know, hunting, I guess. Oh, man, I worked on one of those See, the that shop recently. Be... That was a pain. Not the 10, though. Not the 10. It was the 9. See, a 10 mil out of a PCC just, in my mind, makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got the power. Yep. Mm-hmm. You need something for moose this fall. <laughs> well, calm down. <laughs> yeah, let's right. slow down. Let's, let's, <laughs> okay, where, where does it... <laughs> Remind me, where does the 10 sit compared to say the 357 Magnum? You... Uh, it's way better. Yeah, same, same. Your hole, <laughs> your hole, yeah. but pretty punchy. It... Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm picture of 40, but all grown up. <laughs> yeah, it's not short and sweet, it's a tw- it's a 40 cal that's full size. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it, it growed up, it growed up, it can come in a semi auto platform. It can come in a. You can do a lot with it. You can do a lot with three fifty seven Magnum too, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, SBI Spectre Ballistics has their enhanced extractor kit for the Ruger ten twenty two. It's made of A two tool steel for sixteen bucks. They've got that on their website. And we got some more pistol primers coming. And Fast Toys has uh, some yeah. of the. Ginex? Is that how you say that? It sounds like uh, Pardon? Ginex. Ginex. Campro. Uh, is Campro just a distributor for them or just Ginex. Campro sells them? Uh, I think, I'm not sure. I think Campro's a distributor. Okay. 
A hundred and ten dollars for a thousand primers. Right. That's pretty cheap. Uh, for, for right today, now. That's Back right in my now. day. I don't want to be that guy. Man, I am. <laughs> I am. Wow. I walk yeah. into a store. They're one hundred and twenty-five dollars U.S. for a thousand CCIs. Jeepers! Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like the Democrats are in office and somebody's like gone to war. What? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, things are I, not I, cheaper right now down here. <laughs> I, I gotta Except think for fuel. That the um, I mean the the economics of the shooting sports are are going to be what kill it more than legislation. Right. Very more possibly. People coming yeah. out to matches with PCCs than than uh, two two threes mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. That stuff. Almost. But even still, I mean, nine mils cheaper if you can find the stuff to reload it. But good luck finding primers, powder. Yeah. Uh powder's getting better. Powder's getting better. I've been seeing t- I've been seeing tight group everywhere, and the, for small pistol primers, you're gonna be stuck with the giant X. Gen X. Well, as long as you got a reliable firearm that no, doesn't no, no. isn't super tuned, it'll pop them off. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Giant X is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can have a Gina sound, huh, Ryan? Uh, anyways, those are coming in. Uh, today only, Cabela's has the Vortex Spitfire Prism Scope. They're 3X. This is Gen 1, but they have it for 3 Tree Fitty, right around Tree Fitty. <laughs> yep. The best warranty you'll use. Yeah, uh, there's a newer version too that's way more compact, but it's way more expensive as well. So if you need like a cheap prism, that's the way to go. Magdump has the Aguila 22 Super Extra SV uh, 40 grain. If you're looking for some Aguila 22 LR ammo, fuck, they're out of stock. Well, they weren't out of stock when they put them in the notes. This brought you by Slamfire. Here are bullets you can't buy. <laughs> oh, you want these? It's not available. Thanks, thanks, tips. So this brings us to the main topic section of the show, which is supposed to be, um, you know, the returning hosts. But we kind of, I don't know, was there anything left to say? We 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 went around during the intros and kind of got caught up then, so. Yeah. It's I'm really, really good to see the... you. Yeah. 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 Really good to see you guys. I'm, I'm glad you guys all, all made the time to, to come on. It's It's been like a trip down memory lane seeing you guys and talking with you, and it's... Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like I've been, I've been watching. Like Trevor, I've been watching your your RC channel, and Matt, I've been watching your uh, your your flight channel. But uh, to be able to talk back and forth is, uh, you know, something we haven't been doing in a while. I, no, I can I mean... say that I have not wasted any of my life watching. Any of those <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you're smarter for it too. Yeah. No, and I mean, I I've been doing all kinds of stuff, but no one knows because i don't i'm not on social media i, I, I close all my accounts change my telephone whoa, number whoa 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 so how did how is this stuff actually happening then because y'all know if it doesn't go on facebook it's not real well that's well, it you're I'm still a having fake fun life. are you telling me you're still having fun without having to post it on facebook i am having fun going places doing stuff meeting people socializing it's crazy and... isn't it you can actually yeah. have fun without actually being everywhere advertising everything that you do all the time not just that not reading other people 
people's gibberish oh, that I really man. don't care about. I haven't amazing. missed. I haven't missed Facebook. Yes, at all. <laughs> I go to work and every day I'm greeted with, "Did you hear about so and so?" Well, like I don't know, was it on one of the YouTube channels that I follow? Because otherwise, no, I don't yeah. have cable. I don't listen to the CBC Communist Broadcasting Radio Station. Uh, no, I didn't see it on Facebook. Like, Richard, Richard, did you see this uh, comment Richard just put up? Can Matt get a new cell phone number and call Trevor again, please, for old time's sake? Did it fall too, remember? That got out of control when you recruited Christina. I, recru I recruited your wife to... <laughs> you were sitting in the front door with your guns. <laughs> you wait okay. for a stalker to show up. We told it before, we told it again real quick. Matt, you got a new cell phone number. And didn't bother to tell anybody. He just sent me a random text, and I didn't know who it was. I was like, "Hey, is this Trevor from Slamfire?" Like, who is, who is this? How did you get I was my just driving by. I noticed your house. Your couch smells really nice. Uh, you know, he got Christina to write a note, put it in the mailbox. Yeah, I remember. It was there was even serious. a drawing on it, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm just so glad you didn't start yeah. sending me nudes from some fat chick. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't get those. Oh, never mind. Oh, they were Christina. <laughs> oh no, she didn't forward them. Oh, he could have sent you nudes from Gallon. Could have. Oh, uh, we're getting some right yeah. now. You like, hey, <laughs> like, I'm a doctor. I can't identify that rash. Why are you sending me this? <laughs> Goodness. Yep. yep. Did you guys all get my Gallantines? Yes, you sick bastard. Awesome. I did well not. Best nice one yet. Stamp, by the way. This year was the best. because I'll send it to you, Matthew. It'll be my pleasure. I'll do it right one. now. Oh, <laughs> Text it to Matthew, you know please. Forward it to the Never entire mind. group. It was the best one yet. Gallon. Um, oh, hey, what's April, your new phone number, Trevor? Yeah, April 18th, <laughs> 2013. Ten years. It's been ten years. Since Slamfire Radio episode one, wow! Yeah, Lisa, stop telling us wow. that. That's that hurts. Well, <laughs> that really hurts. That's... There you go, Matthew. Thanks, buddy. You're Where's welcome. the guy from Reload Radio? Sitting on an ammo can, sulking somewhere with I all his friends. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Do you mean Chris Anderson? No. Is... Oh my! Wow. Right. That you like that, Matt? The... You like that. No nope. one knows, Mark, where Andy is. He kicked Matthew and I off the show, turned into a bitch, whined, and then failed. <laughs> you really shouldn't hold back so much, Trevor. You got to let it out, buddy. The guy's a fucking idiot. What do you want me to hold back feelings. for? He's a whiny. Hey, okay. He's... You don't follow him on Facebook. <laughs> He's posing with an, in a hoodie with his boat. I don't know is he who really? that is. He really is. Another okay, accomplishment. Wow. I bought something. You actually follow him, Dave? Wow. All right, all right. Let's let's move on from, from the negativity. Remember the um Galaxy Motel in St. Paul? Oh my god, yes. We literally <laughs> so me and Matthew and Adrian. We thought we were gonna get murdered. We're on our way to teach a handgun class. 
and we decide we're going to stay in St. Paul where the UFO landing pad is. And we end up yeah. at one of these motels that is for migrant workers. It wasn't a Motel 6. It was Motel Point 6, I think. We pull into the parking lot, and these guys just ended their shift. They're all sitting outside, still in coveralls, smoking crack, and drinking like um, some kind of cheap malt liquor. And they all look like they want to hurt us. We go into the room, and I immediately check under the mattress for a dead hooker. <laughs> I look and then at the we door. Put her in the dumpster. And you then... can see that the door has been kicked in and poorly repaired numerous times, and we've got a carload of vehicles. I'm like, no, no, they're gonna roll us and take our guns. We are guns, not... guns, yeah. yeah, multiple guns. I'm not shooting some guy over not losing my guns. <laughs> so Matthew was not having it. He was like, no, it's fine. We'll be yeah, fine. Be all right. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> The eternal optimist always. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Not naive. Optimism. One of us yep. will stay awake with a gun pointed at the door. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> cigarettes. We'll sleep in steps. It'll be great. Don't worry yeah. about it. No, we got that actually turned out it worked out really well because we got to go meet Adriel's parents, which is pretty which neat. Was awesome. Yeah. yeah, we got they were, the, the, they were at the, the hotel. hotel. No. Angel's parents, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. workers. <laughs> They're on like a like a like a small acreage homestead type thing with horses, yeah. and they're the horses hippies. Were cool, yeah, man. Angel's parents are hippies. They're yeah. like super chill, down to earth. So what I'm hearing is they had a defensible perver- perimeter, and you were you felt better there. Yeah. Yeah, your ability to read between the lines is on point as always. Not bad at all. Still a lot of migrant workers. Do you remember Trevor getting drunk? Running through the woods. Do you remember me woods. getting you drunk? I do remember that, but let's get let's come back to, to you running through the woods with Adriel punching a beehive. Vaguely. It was wasps. You it was wasps. You two got stung. I was smart enough to be way ahead of you. No, you were sober enough. Yeah. What about the time that I left a wedding early to come home and record and was wearing a tuxedo, got you drunk on screwdrivers. The last one I gave you, I told you was just straight orange juice because you were loaded and you just wanted straight orange juice. And and it was a half and half I gave you. It was a half and half. And you flattened it. And we were dry firing guns while I'm wearing a tuxedo and the CFO recorded yeah. it yes. and took it to my gun club. Yeah. And we didn't get in trouble <laughs> over it because we didn't break any laws. So there's that. Yeah. And it's, and the gun club was basically like, well, they so, politely told him to go fuck himself. Like we're yeah, not responsible for what our members do in the privacy of their home with their guns. No, no. Yeah. we weren't breaking any laws. We were fine. Everything was unloaded. We were... oh, God, Did you get a cancer yet. See, that's actually pretty classy, dry firing with a tux on. Yeah, yeah it's all James Bond and stuff. Man. Like Canadian nice. James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Licensed to chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, we've had some good times. Oh, to, uh, the gallon pepper spray story. I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, spray. This was the end of the charity show. brutal. The charity shoot was over. We're at my house for the after party, and we're a couple of hundred bucks shy of like seven thousand, which would have been like a new milestone. And Jamie, the president, allegedly the president of the CCFR, was here, and allegedly he said, 
there is $200 cash in this house in people's pockets. We just got to get creative and take and figure out how to take it from them. So Gallon was supposed to take our pistol class and he bitched out. So yeah. because he's a man and he wants to do penance, he shows up at the can of bear spray and he's like, like I didn't go to your pistol <laughs> class, so I will get shot in the face with bear spray. And in his mind, this all logic's out. Okay, I'm not going to argue. Whatever, man. <laughs> you want the Yeah, sure. So it, it got put together that we would sell a raffle. And the winner, and the winner got to mace them, basically. Yeah. Around. And God yeah. love Kelly. Kelly bought $100 worth of tickets <laughs> on her own. And Fingers, because everybody gets a nickname. His name is Alain, but he's missing Fingers. So, obviously, we have to call him Fingers. Uh, he bought one ticket. There it is. <laughs> there Gallon it is. On the screen yeah. right now. Showing, yeah. Now, this gets yeah. better. So, Alain pepper sprays gallon and then he's squeezing it into his face like he's trying to get the last bit of mustard out of the out of the bottle like he's like trying to wring it out it's like it's an aerosol can dude it's done i think he's gonna start beating him with the can like he's really it, right so matthew who's blind as a bat but wears contacts so mostly you don't even probably know he has corrective lenses in well, Matthew takes Gallon by the shoulders, covered in pepper spray, up my stairs and into the shower and lets him be and forgets about it. Well, no. it's it's later on that evening that he remembers. Matthew actually showered me. Matthew <laughs> remembers, tell that story. <laughs> Matthew remembers uh, that he has pepper spray on his fingers at bedtime while taking those contacts. <laughs> oh, that's not when you want to remember that. So he didn't remember. He got reminded. He got reminded. Yeah, it was a painful reminder. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, that that I, that brings back terrible memories. I love it. So, so you're saying you, you didn't put it somewhere comfortable. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, look, 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 look. He's chasing him down with it. The, the video is playing. Yeah. Who's that with the hose? I don't know who that is. I don't know that that will help. <laughs> is that the guy from North Carolina? Rick? Is that Rick? Who is this video? Is that Rick? No, I don't know. That's, I don't that's hilarious. All I remember is I paid 150 bucks to try and spare, bear spray gallon, and I didn't win. One little Frenchman with half his fingers buys one ticket and wins. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm. Well, good job, Gallon. You put us over the top. Yep, that is that is literally taking one for the team. Mm. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite only memories is... I've taken a lot of them for the team over the years. <laughs> no, no, no. You took a lot of them for yourself. <laughs> the team. Do you guys remember the letter that Owen wrote in after meeting us in person for the first time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. I that do. Was, yeah. Epic, epic email. And at the end, it was something like, if you think that they... You know, just act this way when they're no. on air. No, no. trust me. <laughs> Matthew and Trevor are like this all the time, nonstop, 24-7. It's frankly tiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to act this way. It's unfortunate. It's natural. Matthew and yeah, I. That, that trip is permanently etched in my brain. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> you didn't even die. What are you and, whining about? And, and my ass. 
from that road trip. I'm sure he actually did die a little bit, but he walked it off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Better like now. A man. Yeah. Like a man. Like a man. Canadian boy. Own. Yeah. I died when right. my dad told me to walk it off. Uh, <laughs> Matt, do you remember bullfrogs? I do remember bullfrogs. Yeah. Matthew and I decided to go whack bullfrogs. What, did we do it with 22s and air pistols? or well, just We tried air it with air pistols, but the air pistols didn't have enough grunt, so we got the 22s out, and that, that did it. Yeah, the air pistols would, would even get a path through, but it didn't have any, like, didn't have any kinetic. Didn't have enough kinetic energy to kill yeah, the frogs. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. let enough light in. Did yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> so the, the 22 did it. Yeah. Yeah, we went out one day, found a pond full of bullfrogs, shot them up at 22s, took them home and ate them. Yeah, nice. they were good. They're all right. Never had them before. Yeah, I haven't had them since. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the uh, small game cleaning video we made. Yeah, yeah, I had to make that. Um, uh, what do they call that? Age age limited or whatever. <laughs> they wouldn't yes. let me just post yep. it regularly. Can't have uh, older ladies watching your video. Something. Oh, you mean ladies and gallons yeah. video? Yeah. Other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Oh yeah, you can. Richard Lee just Check posted out my a only memory. Fans. Richard Lee posted a memory of the time I shaved my legs. I yeah, dared. I remember you. that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. got a full stock out of it. You did. Yeah. Why? Well, you I don't did. understand the problem. And the hair grows back. And even the hair did grow back, hair. Richard. And that it was took a long time though. It did. It actually did. It was really weird. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that first night felt really... Oh, I mean... That same night. So, by coincidence, this... You want to talk about, a, uh, like, a... Well, if there's a stalker in this story, I guess it's me. But, so, I had been going on about... About uh, Miss September. Yeah. I was, oh, I was, yeah. Oh, I was obsessed with Miss September. Remember, she drove all the way. She, she drove, like, three hours... To yep. come to the pub to meet us. Yes, I remember in, that. In a yeah. blue Camaro. I yes. married that woman on the spot. Anyway, so, <clears throat> but. Yolanda. So, okay. I'm going, I'm, yeah, I'm shaving my legs and talking about how hot Miss September is and she's amazing and all this. She does all this cool stuff and all this. And she sends me a friend request that night. So, I thought she was watching the show. Because she was into the CCFR and all that stuff. I thought she was actually watching the show and was listening and sent me a friend request. And my head was spinning. No, no, none of that happened. No, (laughs) just complete random coincidence. But the best part is, initially, when I was talking about Miss September. You you, you thought it was November, didn't you? December. Yeah, December. December. I had a crush on Miss December. Had them confused. (laughs) Got your months wrong. Yeah, you don't it even look alike, like though. It was cool. It was good. It yeah, out. once I actually saw the real Miss September, I forgot about oh, what's her name pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, it turns out I'm married. So, oh, yeah, and, and you and you thought this woman was uh, listening to you shave your legs and was interested in meeting you. As any woman would okay. be, do you not <laughs> I, shave your legs uh, on. I I've got to say. Luckily, I have not been single for a long time, so I have not had to resort to shaving my legs to try and attract a female companion. Yeah, <laughs> I shaved them because of the biking. 
Nope. Right. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Aerodynamics. Slow down. I'm not that. No, no. no, no. If you I'm don't shave, booties. you'll slow down. You got to shave them to speed right? up, son. Right. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I speed no. low drag. That's right. No, you haven't seen me bike. No. <laughs> <laughs> low, and then the low speed, I'll drag. The last time we told the Matthew texting story, Dave told the story about how you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, tormented me at the charity shoot in Alberta about the made-up score. About the what? Uh, the made-up so, score. Go ahead, Dave. So at the Alberta shoot at the Drumheller range, the the range has like a, a ravine through the middle of it. So you go yep. up a little hill and there's a range and then you go down the hill and around the corner and up another hill and there's a range up there. So we're sort of sitting at two plateaus across from each other. And Trevor had managed in the speed shoot to get the high score. And Kelly says, why don't we just text him? Dave, you text him and tell him that somebody beat his score. Because we can see Trevor on the other plateau walking down the hill. So we're, we're all watching him. And I'm like, hey, Trevor, somebody beat your score. And I see him look at his phone. And then he just starts marching down the hill. He's like, oh, that, that's fucked. That's not standing. And Matthew, <laughs> just, just the they had actually wrote read it. They wrote Rod Giltaka's name on the scoreboard in a fake score. So when I got to the bay, faster than yours. Yeah, when I got to the bay, they had Rod's made-up score on the board to add some. Well, one I should have known because Rod can't shoot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the rest of the day there trying to knock oh. off that score, and I couldn't do it. That was fun. That's, went that's, along that's hilarious. I'm yeah. What, I'm very happy. What I want to know. What I want to know is when you stomped off, did you blow out your calf muscles? <laughs> no, I was going downhill, not uphill. Yeah, no, if he walked up a mild incline is when he blows those out. That was painful, man. I had somebody hit me with a hammer. It was ridiculous. That would hurt. That was actually some of the best times we've had. Like, we've had a really good time at Rustigoosh. Uh, I think it was number five, the charity shoot number five, but when we were out in Drumheller, that was some of the best times we had. Uh, I know that Dave Cracky, he drove all the way across Canada, essentially. Uh, I saw him pretty much naked. Uh, <laughs> Gallon. My defense, you walked in on me. I was just That's innocently true. changing, and then she sashays into the room and goes, hey, what are we? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, my Trevor, face. you pushed a little kid out of the way. <laughs> At the uh, at the, um, there were multiple children in that line. That's true. <laughs> there were dinosaurs. There were dinosaurs. Do. I opened the door and I said, "Listen, I have somebody here who would like to take part in the excavation." Trevor, he's a thirty-five-year-old man, a forty-year-old man. There was little kids I knew in it there for kids. And, I'm like, listen, uh, yeah, I have fewer sunsets in front of me as I do behind me. These little <laughs> bastards have their whole lives to dig up. Yeah. Holes. You have a visa. You have a visa. They don't have a visa. We right. rented. We rented an Airbnb that was supposed to have five people in it. I think there was thirty at one point. And <laughs> it was, it was there were like eight of us sleeping in the living the room. The owner was and it was, it was like the party house that your friends had in college. Right, yeah. Trevor. We had the best, and I mean the best tour ever. Of the coal mine. Stop. <laughs> I just want to say one more time, fuck you, Jason Phil. <laughs> that was, it was, I'll it never was... get that afternoon back. <laughs> yeah, so uh, welcome to the coal mine. 
That's the tour. It's a yeah. coal mine. Yeah. yeah. We Are decided... we like going to go underground or anything? No, no. we're done. Uh, there's a train car thingy that coal was in once. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to talk we decided to take the coal mine tour that was the unmentionable ones the ones where we thought was going to be gory uh, yeah we didn't even get into the mines so trevor <laughs> trevor was not happy but we had a we had a really great time jason gallon also he and i actually it was you too dave we 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 um we climbed the hoodoos we had some great times. I, so. I still have the I love stones the in my normal office. I have a, uh, I have some of the stones I picked up because I made it all the way to the top. I don't think anybody else went all the way to the top. Pub no, night. it was boring. Pub awesome. night was Pub in a night? bar where bullet holes. Yeah. yeah, pub night was in a bar where a shooting actually took place, and there were bullet holes in the wall, and they put a frame around them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alberta, hashtag Alberta. Alberta, Alberta. I'm proper. I don't know if uh, if Jason's back, but if like he asked me to play a, a clip here, I'm gonna try playing the clip. Oh God! Uh, it's what is it's it? potato. It's potato quality. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Oh wow! <laughs> well, that is very potato, isn't it? Oh yeah! Oh! Potato, potato. I think he's yeah. like he's falling. Oh. I, I like how the RO just whoa. Yeah, me. I was. <laughs> oh, that's RO. you. Yeah. Good muzzle control, Jay. That's what happened when you shoot Ipsic with cowboy Get boots on, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. shot that fucking RO. He's a dick, anyway. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. No. Have another mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing about Alberta. Gallon cooked for us every day, made us mimosas yeah. for the morning. It was awesome. God, and axe throwing with Filthy. I know Filthy's listening right now, so axe throwing with the Stormtrooper. Was he got carried away with that. He went home and put an axe yeah. throwing thing in his backyard. Bought axes. I mean, he misses. He was actually he was actually pretty good even wearing the helmet. I got him on videotape hitting the target a couple times. Yes. Yeah, it's it's axe throwing, not axe hitting. <laughs> I like when Trevor says people are getting carried away and he tore up his backyard for a professional series racetrack. <laughs> oh, they're getting carried away. I've I've learned with axe throwing I have a very narrow range that we're like six inches plus or minus. And and I miss, uh, but I will. I'm at a certain I'm, distance. I will. I'm just going to be silent on that comment. <laughs> That's what she said, Kelly. I already said it. <laughs> fair, fair, Kelly, you win. Fair. Oh, I can't hang up on her. Why can't I hang up on Kelly? That's not fair. Because I have control. I can leave if you want. Do you want me to leave? Cool no? guess. Matthew wouldn't say that loud. Coolest guest. <laughs> Hickok 45, dude. Yeah. We got Hickok, man. Yeah. Okay. Steve Lee was cool too. Yeah. I gotta go with Massad. Oh Massad, yeah. I forgot we had that's right. We had Massad on. I forgot. These that. guys had Ben Stager on. So who's that? Oh shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Garcia was pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah Keith was for those yeah. that like three yeah. gun. 
We've had some really cool guests. Yeah. For a yeah, small Canadian podcast. Yeah. Ian uh, from Forgotten Weapons. Big really name. Great. Ian from Forgotten Weapons. Yeah. We had them both two times. Yeah. Mm. Outstanding. Hickok. Yeah. He was cool. Hickok that was, was cool. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I wasn't on for that. You weren't for the mm-hmm. Forgotten Weapons one? Or, or Hickok. I Matthew talked shit about French rifles, think, and, and Ian think... got very offended. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hickok might have actually been CRR. No, we had him on. Did Oh, did, did SFR? Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> no. No, Richard, stop it. No, no. I, I've moved on from, from, from the comp. Yeah, I've moved on from Comfrey. It's now the Bitcoin gospel. That's what I'm spreading. Uh, Sweet. There we go. <laughs> okay. Cool. Favorite uh, thing? Of, I I do want to ask. What's the favorite thing? What's your favorite memory for the uh, the past ten years? Whether it be the charity shoot, because we we've, we've done a lot of charity shoots. Or charity shoot, drum heller. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That was my high point for events driving across the entire country. And getting, after the, I don't think I ever told you guys this. So, because I was at Drumheller, we have an office in Calgary for work. I said, you know what? I'm right here. I may as well just drive over to the Calgary office. I'm like two hours away. So, I get to the Calgary office, but I get there late. So, everybody's gone. And I'm going to be leaving the next morning at like five in the morning to get back on the road because I got to drive across Canada to get home hour drive so i figure ah, i'll just stay we've got a bunch of it stuff to do i'll fix up some servers i'll do a few things i'll grab a hotel room it was the stampede weekend <laughs> i didn't realize that there isn't a hotel room under 500 available in within like two hours of the city so i ended up getting my camping gear and camping out in the parking lot <laughs> i get up at five in the morning i leave i get a, i get uh i get home and then well, this is a funny story but we were closing that office because Calgary's economy sucked at the time. So I had I had written like funny messages on all the bulletin boards on my way out. <laughs> and then like two days later they get a call telling them that the Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there in the middle of the night, right? So the branch manager calls me and he's like, You're an asshole. And I figured there was something going on when you showed up in the middle of the night from Ontario and we're gone the next morning. <laughs> oh, you wrecked his brain. That's hilarious. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm like, honest to God, dude, I had no idea until I got back to Ontario and he's like, you were out here scoping the joint. I'm like, I drove 72 hours to just leave funny messages on your message boards for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, favorite memory for me and for the last 10 years of podcasting very heavy involvement in the firearms industry, like being very involved in, in IPSC and a bunch of different levels being there from day two of the CCFR, like yeah, when like the, the initial conversations of leaving the NFA and forming the uh, CCFR, um, going to the CCFR AGMs. I, I, there's just 
this this hobby this industry did so much for me in the past decade it was um such an incredible time in my life i met hundreds of absolutely amazing people dozens of assholes that i hope i never see again <laughs> i had just tremendous tremendous opportunities to travel to experience new things shoot all kinds of crazy guns it's almost like it's it's impossible for me to pick one highlight in the last 10 years because there's just been so many lifelong friendships were made i mean but if i gotta pick one i still i still think it was deciding hey i'm gonna spend thousands of dollars travel to utah meet a bunch of podcasters because that that mag 40 was the podcast mag 40 like almost everybody on that line was associated with a podcast one way or another yeah and um i went and then not to be outdone bolivar had to go rick had to go um none of you bastards were able to beat my score and that's good because everything's a contest <laughs> but you know doing those experiences then encouraged other people to do those experiences how many times did people write into the show and say well, because you guys talked about this, I didn't think I would ever be interested in that, but I tried it and I loved it. I tried hunting or I tried comfrey or I tried Ipsic or I tried, you know, whatever. The, the, the list of things that people wrote us to tell us that we inspired them or encouraged them to do is, is long and um, heartwarming i guess it's uncomfortable for me to say that because i am weird yeah would you stop it this, but you're making me yeah. did your heart yeah. just beat once just yeah. Seemed like, yeah his heart like his heart grew that. three sizes that day <laughs> remember, remember you can warm your heart but you have to do it with a torch but you can warm your heart <laughs> yeah hey an enlarged heart apparently is a bad thing so let's i think we should encourage it i think we should encourage it for sure yeah, so I guess for me the two the two that I know Kelly you said one thing, so I'll go with Mag Forty. But after that, just the I almost didn't come on tonight, and then because I had a hard time to wrap my head around that there are actually people who followed my tomfoolery and shenanigans over the last ten years that yep. wanted to actually hear from me <laughs> and know where I've been and what I've been doing, and that's weird, but kind of true. So. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, I've been away for so long. You know, it's like, well, somebody said there's people out there that actually want to know what you've been up to. So it's not yep. about you for a lot. Get on there and, and check in. And, of course, see all you guys and stuff. But, you know, so uh, that to me, though, having people come in and say that we inspired them to do something or learn something new or try something new. Uh, and they shared that with us. I think ultimately that's what it was. That's why we did this. That's why we did this. To, to grow the community and encourage people to try new things and, and get out there and exercise their rights and grow and develop and and to have them contact us once in a while and share that with us and tell us that they did. That's my biggest takeaway from 10 years of podcasting, knowing that we actually impacted lives. Yeah. That was way too sappy. Thank mm, you, well, though. <laughs> That's very well spoken. Mine was shooting gophers in the face. <laughs> thank you for thank you thank you matt for bringing it back to the level yeah no i've shot a lot of gophers in the face my favorites were uh were out in alberta though 
With Remember the, when we got kicked out of the field? We got, we got yelled kicked at? out of the field because we were shooting. Yeah, no, that was fun. I, I do remember that. But yeah, no, that whole that whole adventure of shooting gophers out with Adriel was awesome. And uh, yeah, I remember. Oh my god, that. the jeep, his jeep with the with the brass. It's amazing. He was standing outside the vehicle because you can't shoot from inside the vehicle. That's illegal. Right. But he still yeah. had the right where it would go in, hit the windshield, and go down into the heater. And then we yeah. turn the heater on. Magnum brass, amazing. Yeah, standard Super Alberta fun. thing. Super yep. fun. standard. Yeah, that's just normal life. Yeah, <laughs> rattling cases around in the in the vents and the ducts and that kind of thing. You confetti here, but clearly we don't do it right. That sounds like <laughs> we met. We met filthy because of this podcast. Yeah, we did. Well, no, we're talking about good things. Pretty, we're yeah. talking about good things. Not pretty much met everybody because of the podcast. <laughs> Well, except yeah. for you, Trevor. I met you through yeah, I mean, I, I, which was through the podcast because I went because I was on the podcast. That's right. So yeah. Yes, I was I met any of recognized you. Yeah, you recognized yeah. me from YouTube. <laughs> yep. And you're like, I sent you a message. You I'm like, cover. and you are <laughs> you don't know who I am. <laughs> the guy you didn't reply to. Yeah, I didn't I know, know how messages worked yes, on there at the that's time. <laughs> yeah. And then, and yeah, then Dave just randomly showed up at Trevor's house. I remember that yeah. too. That was yeah. very weird. And he got into his running gear and went for a run at midnight, which, <laughs> which was weird. As my people's tradition is. As my wife is. asked me two questions. <laughs> is he vegan and is he gay? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? She would never admit that. But there's a cheese story from that. Uh, that was the second one, I think. That wasn't the first one. Because I brought cheese the second time. So I showed up and I brought a wheel of cheese and some wine because one As one brings, does. One does. Exactly. So you, confirmed you were not vegan, but you were probably. Let's bring the lady of the house. <laughs> so the next night, we're at the range doing setup for the shoot. We come back to the house. We sit down and Trevor's lovely Christine comes out and says, oh, we've got food. And we sit down for dinner. She's like, oh, and I made you a vegetarian version of the pasta and i'm like oh thanks that's really nice and then i'm eating it i'm like why did you make vegetarian for me and she looks at me and she just looks kind of uncomfortable and she says because you're gay and a vegetarian because you brought cheese she's like oh the man brought cheese he's obviously a vegetarian because brian she bolivar brings whiskey you brought cheese you got labeled. <laughs> I'm looking at her and she's like, and I kind of thought that maybe you were, and I'm like, maybe I was. Mm -hmm. She's like, maybe. And I'm like, you thought I was gay, didn't you? And she's like, you're from Ontario and you brought cheese. <laughs> I didn't know this triggered your gaydar, but okay. <laughs> I left my shaving standard? chair. She Christine? mailed it back. And the, the envelope that it came back, I still have the Hello Kitty duct tape on my gun uh, I put yeah. it there, so I remember the story. And the envelope said, Dave brought cheese cracky. <laughs> <laughs> random random sounds rolls off the tongue better than brought cheese. But yeah, okay. yeah, that's cool. Now, last time I showed up at Trevor's, uh, his wife showed up with meat for me to eat. And she's never questioned... But you were wearing a skirt, weren't you? I was yeah. not. 
he did I've take all of the people there, who There's a reason it. it wasn't questioned, Brian. He was cross-dressed. That's why you won that, by the way. You were wearing a skirt. It's Brian showing up at my house has been wearing a skirt too. We liked your knees. <sighs> Dave, tell the wizard hat story. Oh, that was hilarious. Mostly because Trevor's a moron. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have hat? you're gonna have to tell the story because Dave forgets it clearly. I don't remember that one. I had I had called you something or made some reference, joke, whatever. That you were and a wizard. Then you took it to the next level. And next time you saw me, you actually showed up wearing a wizard's hat. You got out of your car wearing this wizard's hat, and I was just and looking at you. Trevor didn't get it. Thinking you were Guelph. doing some kind of cosplay thing or on your way to Comic-Con? <laughs> oh, that's like Owen. A... Okay, that maybe was, that maybe Trevor Guelph. dreamt all this happened. And it nope, Matthew actually... was there. No, no, I, I witnessed. I was there. <laughs> it happened. Was, I because I remember Dave getting out of the car with his wizard hat on, and I remember thinking, that's weird, but that's Dave. We, he does these things. <laughs> that's it was because Trevor called him a wizard, and we figured it out much later, and it was funny when we did. Because I, I had, had no memory about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> I just thought it was normal comment. for you, bud. Like, uh, that was just something that you would do, and it didn't even phase me. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, he's wearing a wizard hat today. That's cool. What are we gonna? Well, choose? I mean, after he brought cheese, how weird can it be? Like, it, it can't be any weirder than that. Yep. I'm on tour with cheese. That's just whatever. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> We're not judging you, man. I am, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what's next? We got email. All right. Yeah, we, we do email. shout out still. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, good. All right. Let me get through the email, right. and then right. we'll uh, we'll get yeah. there. Carry on. All right. <clears throat> this is from Tony, who has been a a really avid listener and commenter on uh, YouTube. I'm pretty sure he's watching us right now. Yeah. Uh, good... is. <laughs> from from Tony. Good wow. evening. If you are reading it live, Slamfire crew. First of all, congrats on 500 episodes. I'd be rather honored if this is read on episode 500, but considering it's going to be a long email and other activities may be planned, so I wouldn't expect it. Well, we read Guess everything. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't been a listener for too long, starting only in November of 2022. You may, be, may remember me as the Tony carpet bombing the comments, comments section <laughs> and arguing about cable locks on air. I've really enjoyed the show. Your voice have, has a accompanied me while driving to Lloyd Minster in Hinton and while flying to Fort Mac or while I'm working by myself. Fun and educational. The podcast introduced me to a lot of shoot shooting discipline that I didn't know as a new shooter. And I'm gra grateful that I found Slamfire Radio. I don't recall which specific episode I started on, but I definitely have had something to do with Adriel. Although I've only watched him for about a year and a half and introduced by our favorite lawyer, Runkle. That's all a connection. It's all a web. <laughs> uh, hey, Adriel, you really need to promote and sell out Slamfire Radio and Maple Seed Harder. Maybe add it in as a part of the outro. Both, in my opinion, are excellent programs that are far underappreciated. Speaking of which, I'd like to submit a formal complaint. As a loyal subscriber of the Maple Seed emails and a longtime Maple Seed member, I was excited to see the event uh, email on Tuesday morning. But to my dismay, I found the tickets were all sold out for Canonascus for two days. 
I was shocked as the event days were not even open for registration on the Sunday, the 26th. Tony, they were sold out to their members yeah. <laughs> both days without <laughs> even going public. They're uh, <laughs> Sorry, really... I'm reading the next. Sorry, guy. Oh. Okay. Uh, I demand an apology uh, with the question mark. Again, <laughs> the section of love is joking around. Not serious at all. But on a more serious note, are visitors allowed on those two days? I'd be willing to be a camera person if needed. Tony, I'll, I'll open up one in uh, Drumheller likely. Uh, so just wait for that yeah. one. That'll be that'll be the one to, to go to. You should shoot at the, uh, the MFC to go to. Mm-hmm. Also, why not BTSA this year? I think there uh, that is already too much rambling for one email. And of course, mandatory sellout. Join and donate to the CCFR at firearmsrights.ca. <laughs> Check out the Cabela's link on sapphireradio.com. Check out our sponsors for today. Last but not least, check out Maple Seed Project at mapleseedrifle.com. I'll see you again in the comments section and live stream chat box, maybe one day in person. Best of regards, Tony from Calgary. That's awesome. Yeah, now we owe Tony marketing money. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let's level with him. The only reason why we read his email is because it's the only one. There's, true. There true, is true. a we second one. There the is truth. another one. Truth there is. Matter. It's from oh. Jesse. So Jesse yeah. actually... So Jesse says, good afternoon. My name is Jesse Lindo. Uh, I'm wondering if there would be a Ferlachi handgun course in this year in Alberta. I'm going, this is fantastic. You guys are going to be on the show tonight. So, or anywhere. Uh, if you, uh, um, so basically she's looking for a Falachi course. So Matt. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Trevor... If you have a time machine, we will totally accept you into <laughs> so... one of the previous courses we've Hands are demanding. Yeah. So I was is supposed the... to go to Alberta this year, but uh, no. Okay. Are you interested but... in an RC car or a tour <laughs> in an ultralight? Yeah. So she's asking for some suggestions. Or Jesse with an E guy, girl, I'm not sure. Um, but they're asking no. for any alternatives if there's not a Falachi course. Handgun Fundamentals at uh, Calgary Shooting Center if you're in Alberta. Sure. Um, if not, Black Badge and then go shoot IPSC matches. I thought it was interesting that Jesse sent the email being at the 500th and you guys were going to be on the show. So. Yeah, good question. Yes. Perfect timing. Too bad yeah. we can't help you. Well, it had crossed my mind since I was supposed to be going to Alberta, but now I'm not, so never brought it up with you. If, um, if, if we make some money doing it. I know. We made good money doing cheddar. it. Yeah, cheddar. Right. Cheddar. I, yeah. I am taking the summer off and doing nerd yeah. shit and drinking. I'd, uh, yeah, it's How still is that advertised. different than the rest of your every day? <laughs> so it's still I, on the... It's still on up. our website, by the way. So yeah, we I see that. Keep it there. I'm not. I'm not against doing one at the range down the road from my house, but only if Trevor comes and helps. We're a team. We share a brain, and we eat each other's sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bill Filthy is wondering if Mo is conscious. Mo blinked I, three um... times. <laughs> Every once in a while, move. Blink. Uh, what is it? There you go. Blink 182. That's the one. Blink 182. Good team. Good team. <laughs> Torture. Blink, Being held against blink your torture. will. Blink twice. Yeah. Here in Canada. Uh, that's all the comments. We'll read the YouTube comments next week. We can cover those then. Yeah. Most of them shout are Tony, outs. anyways. So. Yeah, let's get <laughs> shout outs. All right. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, Go around. List here. While you're waiting for to pull okay. that up, um, I, I watched. Go I watched the. Um, uh, what's what's the guy who does uh, Serbu? Uh, oh, Mike Serbu, I believe. Yeah, he's he's got a YouTube channel. Mark. He talked about the, how the the Buttmaster ended up in. Uh, he pulled it out. Yeah, this is three. This is three months ago. This is like old news, but I just saw it, and um, his YouTube channel is great. He he showed the. I just I just heard Buttmaster and pulled it out, and I'm I need. No. I need some contact. What kind of show is this? So C21 in it one of the one of the updates for the amendments was the Serbo Buttmaster. I think that he's had a lot of hits. It's a, a one-off. It was I literally just it. a yeah. one-off. <laughs> because it is now banned. This dude is a, a firearms manufacturer, and as Correct. a joke, he made a zip gun called the Buttmaster, which looks like a sex toy. And he made a suppressor for it called the Rectal Concealment Module. <laughs> and, and they so, were ribbed for pleasure. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a whole thing. There was a grand total of one of the made, which has sat in a safe in his house for the past, what, 30 years? Yeah. And uh, no yeah. one knows about it, except for he posted a video Well, about a lot it. of and... people know about it now because it was on the yeah. amendment list for the C-21. Yeah. Yeah. Federal that one-off gun got named. One-off joke yeah. gun. That's hilarious. Hey, which is prohibited already because it's a short barrel handgun. Yeah. Jet, Gallon, your dream rifle is banned. You didn't even know it existed. I'm going to see about All a right, Canadian Adriel? compliant one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Trevor. All right. my I got two show notes. One, to everyone who stopped listening to Slamfire when I left, thank you for the support. Really? The groupies, what, the whoa, whoa, whoa. Groupies? What, about, what about those of us who stopped listening before you quit? Oh, you guys are just <laughs> smart. I guess. Um, and to uh, um, Christopher Anderson, I don't know uh, if he was offered the opportunity to come on tonight or not. Uh, regardless, uh, I'm saying it mostly because it bothers Andy, but mostly also because it's true. Uh, Christopher Anderson started Canadian Pro Gun Podcasting. He it did. was his idea. He wasn't there for episode one, but it was his idea. He got the ball rolling, and uh, credit where credit is due. And mostly because it bugs Andy, because Andy wants the credit for it, but he can't have it. So me being me, I need to point it out once in a while. But also, kudos to Christopher Anderson. None of us would be here if Christopher Anderson didn't put that post on CGN saying, hey, how come we don't have our own podcast up here? Yep. Good one. I got a shout out. My shout out goes to a guy named Josh. Nobody knows who he is except me. <laughs> He's uh, just a. <laughs> I was uh, so one of the things that I've been doing lately when I uh, over the winter I haven't been able to put out um, flying videos because it's winter time and this winter sucked. So I I put out a little video saying, "Hey, should I go do some flight sim videos and put them on YouTube to kind of tie me over until spring?" And it turned into a whole community thing where I've got a Discord server now and a bunch of guys come on and we fly <laughs> together on Flight Sim together. We get the voice chat going and we just tell stupid stories and fly around and do stupid stuff. Anyway, tonight I'm like, guys, I can't stay on very late. I got to go do this uh, podcast thing. And and this guy's like, oh, podcast thing? I'm like, yeah, no, I started a, a, a gun podcast like a whole bunch of years ago. 
oh yeah, Slam Fire, right? I'm like, what? He goes, oh yeah, I've known you all along. That's how I met you, like originally. <laughs> like, I had no idea. So he's been a Slam Fire listener since the beginning. I'm like, you still wow. listen? He goes, oh yeah, I still listen. Are you gonna listen to the Hilarious. five? Yeah, definitely. I'm like, well, nice. dude, I'm giving you a shout out then. So. There's to Josh. Josh, there's nice. your shout out. I'll see you nice. next Wednesday. We'll go some flying some more in the Alps. Nice. Okay, now can we give Matthew the award for nerdiest activity here? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. I mean, my hobbies are nerdy, but come on. You don't. You oh, don't fly don't... pretend airplanes on the computer, right? No, he flies he's fly pretend VR airplanes. No, he just drives pretend cars. <laughs> he, he, he flies pretend airplanes in real life. Yeah, outside. <laughs> outside. Outside. Yeah, mine's inside. Where it's warm and I can drink Dr. Pepper. Matthew, when you're on a flight sim, when you crash, how much does it cost to fix your virtual plane? Zero (laughs) dollars. That's the nice thing. And I got developer mode enabled, so I can restart right away away instantly anyway. So (laughs) I I fly a flight simulator wearing wearing this thing. Oh yeah, dude. Send those to me. I gotta try that. I've never done it yet. Do you have 2020? No, no, I fly a VR flight simulator. Oh, well, 2020 VTOL, does VR VTOL, now. VTOL, you, you VTOL need, VR. You need a, yeah, you need a big a big computer, but you can fly flight sim, the new one with VR, and ama- apparently it's amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, try yeah, it out. Check that out. Yeah, check out. I like blowing computer. things up, so I play a combat uh, flight simulator. Oh, do you play DCS? No, I have it, but uh, I haven't actually. I have to fire it up. I have the A10 uh, module. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a little much. I just want like a dozen simple. Controls. Yeah, that's why I don't fly DCS. It's too. Yeah. It's too. You have to actually know how to fly a real airplane and turn it on and everything. No, no. I want to press buttons and blow stuff up. We don't have nerds. Any so what do you, what do you fly with the VR? <laughs> Shut up, guys. We're talking airplanes. <laughs> no, you're talking computer airplane. Computer airplane stuff, which oh. is even more fun. I, I'm, a, listen, I'm an engineer. I'm a nerd professionally, and I'm not the nerdiest one in this group. <laughs> no, you're not. Shut up. The torch has been passed. It's me and Dave now, folks. We should yes, start an airplane show. Apparently. <laughs> Virtual airplane show. There it is. I and people it, could join and fly with it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> of course he does. Anyway, sorry. Well, Carrie, I, I kind of sidetracked. It's my bad. Carry on. More shout, shout out to Josh. Got it. Yes. Next. Josh. <laughs> Who's next? I I like to. This is going to seem kind of corny, but I've probably I've been the longest away from this show, probably of all of you. So I really I want my shout out to go to Matt and Trevor. Oh, cool. Um. Because, I mean, you guys got me into Ipsic. You got me, I was shooting, I had guns, but you got me into training uh, in a way that I never would have trained, you know, if I hadn't met you guys. That first trip to Fredericton in the Death Trap car and that was, to watch that yeah. Ipsic match. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's the first thing. Um, just, Cause you guys kind of got me into that and uh, thoroughly enjoyed our time hosting together. Um, and specifically to you, Trevor, I can't like the number of times you opened your house to hordes of people, yep. <laughs> strangers who you'd never met. Uh, it's quite an eye opening experience to see the gun community and how tight knit of a community it is. Mm-hmm. And, you really like opened your house to people. And I just, I can remember those times coming to charity shoots and, and black badges and, and matches and stuff. 
uh, it was pretty epic to hang out with you guys and carry guns around the house and hand stuff around to, to everybody to look at. And, you know, I just, it was a great experience. And anyway, so that may sound a little corny, but I certainly appreciate uh, all those experiences and everything that uh, you guys were able to teach me. Cool, man. Yeah. Thank you. Who's next? I was going to give my shout out I'll to Trevor about Ibsic, but uh, everyone else has already showered showered him with love. So yeah, I wouldn't do anything. I got, I got nothing. I got. Yeah. Nothing. I can see his. I can see his head swelling already. He looks a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are hemorrhoids, Dave. This chair is killing me. <laughs> Gallon, you were trying to say something, but Mario was saying something better. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to add on to what Owen said. Uh, we made a lot of lifelong friends through all yeah. of this. And uh, shout out for Matt and Trevor for bringing me into the group. Again, adding on what Owen said, Trevor for opening his home every weekend of the summer, it seemed, to complete strangers to take over his house, sleep in his bed. <laughs> and uh, I, it's been great. Like This whole thing's Sometimes been great. I haven't seen a lot of you guys in years. And we get together and everything just flows again. And I it's lifelong friends and we have the time of our lives doing this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to echo that comment as well. Um, for somebody who wasn't part of the gun community, you guys accepted me. So thank you. Um, now you are the gun community. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> um, but I remember listening, going to bed on Thursday nights and listening to slam fire radio. Good night, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Becoming part of New Shooter Canada, going down for um, it was it was number five of the charity shoot and meeting all of you, and uh, going out to Michigan. I do blame Stacy for all of this, but I I want to thank all of you for accepting me as part of the gun community. So thanks. It's been 10 great years. Till the Kelly story. There was a mediocre podcast with a really good host, and I could not stand that we didn't have the only female pro gun podcaster, so I straight up stole her. Yep. That's the story. <laughs> yep. Kelly, you're with us now. Quit. I don't care what you tell them. You're on this show now. <laughs> if anybody was going to have a chick as a host, it was going to be Slamfire. So. But we had you, but we wanted another one. No. <laughs> Chick, not a bitch. I... Ah, yeah. We got both in Kelly. Oh, oh. <laughs> totally true. Awesome. All right, Hefe, yeah. you got any shout outs? Well, I'll just echo shout out all the former hosts, people who started the podcast and kept it going through the years. I didn't. I wish I started watching, listening from the beginning, but I didn't. But uh, kept me entertained for good few years before I got the opportunity to join and wouldn't be here if you guys didn't start it and continue it on. Yeah. I got to jump in and say, I want to thank all you current hosts who are continuing to carry the torch and continuing to keep the show alive. It's really cool. I mean, I don't, I don't have time for it anymore, but somebody else does and somebody else is somebody else has enough of a passion to carry on with the with the show and i think that's amazing so thank you to you guys for carrying it on so good job to you guys 
keep it up. Okay, before, before, thanks for that, Matt. But before somebody else jumps in, I want to read this from Richard. Richard yep, says, yep, in bet. some ways, perhaps a special thanks to Officer Frank. If I remember correctly, who got Trevor really into firearms in a big way? Rest in peace, Officer Frank. Richard, thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, a good point. Officer Frank is uh, definitely responsible for introducing me to IPSC, which then introduced me to the firearms community. So I wouldn't be where I am and would not have had all those amazing experiences if Frank hadn't taken me to the range, let me shoot his service pistol, prepared me for the um, restricted firearms course. I remember, I'm not going to tell a lot of Frank's story, but I do got to tell this one. You guys who've known me forever know that I go in all in hard. What? Does that that doesn't yep. sound like you. Frank comes, <laughs> Frank comes into my basement one day and I'm into archery, right? And I'm a coach and I got a bow shop in the basement and I've been on Team Canada and I'm in hard. He looks around at my basement and he sees all the all the bows and all the equipment. He goes, Thank God you're not into guns. <laughs> uh, Oops. Uh, yeah. Soon. yeah. And then uh, the next host had a walk-in gun room. So um I don't know. Uh, my memory is um uh failing me here. I don't know if I was still active on the show when um I acquired Frank's guns. So I don't know if I if I showed those on the show or not, but I did get yeah. um, some of Frank's firearms, including his Glock. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. yep. Another friend of mine um, got one of his rifles and sent it off to the Calgary Shooting Center, and they laser engraved it for free with a tribute on it for him. Oh, very nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was uh, that was awesome. Definitely a shout out for Frank. Who didn't go? I drill. Rusty. Bolivar, did you did you do any shouts? You know what? You've all covered all the people I want to shout out. Um, it's it's been uh, wow. It's been a lot of years. I I didn't realize how much of my life has been um, spent with you hooligans <laughs> in one in one way or another, and wasted, uh, if you will. Well, yes. <laughs> well wasted, you know, like really well I'm wasted. Well wasted. I mean, some some yeah. of the times, I mean, just spent doing just just shenanigans, yep. um, just just fantastic. I mean, you know, um, and I and I can't think of of any one. It's it's all it all blends mm -hmm. together with all just good people. And uh, as much time as I've spent with all of you in different scenarios, it's it's all been good times. Now we've always spent time in small doses. I think that's, I think that's, <laughs> that's, key. Trevor, that's key to a good friendship. Trevor yeah, and I figured good. out that we're good to see each other once every once couple year. of years. Once, that's yeah, fine. Once, once a year, once a year fine. or a day. And day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's enough. Beyond I mean, that, we're that's gonna... his tolerance for me. I like the guy, but I mean, whatever. Feeling, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, and you'll like it. <laughs> But but yeah, like yeah, like it's all been uh, it's all been really really neat. I've I've met a lot of people that I would never have met. I never would have met Daniel Shaw without mm. this group. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, I, I wouldn't have been wouldn't have met Masada Yup. I wouldn't have met uh, Tommy. Like you know, gun dude people and and just 
and I wouldn't have met just random people who know me, who, who which freaks me out. Yeah, that was weird, man. <laughs> Some dude walked up to me at the gun show. <laughs> Trevor, would you buy this or this? Which one would you buy? I'm like, I buy them both. What are you talking about? I'm Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, so yeah, yeah. I just just shout out to everybody who's who's here and and everyone who's whose paths I've crossed uh, through the. God, it's got to be 15 years now. If the show's yeah. been on for 10, I've been involved in this community for 15 then. Yeah. I think. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I met you at it's, the Aurora, um, and that was 2009. Yeah. 2009, There's, I think. And then, then I look at, at what year it is and what birthday's coming up, and it's like, yeah, shit, it's been a long time. Yeah. You got to think about like what, what would have happened yeah. without, uh, without COVID, because without COVID, dial back three years ago, like this was going really strong. Yeah. Uh, not only the podcast, but just the, the shooting community and the shooting sports, yeah. right? Yep. We had these events, we had these sh- these podcaster shoots, and then it's sto- like 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 uh Kyle was mentioning in the States there, they're just restarting their clubs, they're just getting things going again. And I think it's uh it's it's time. It's time for us to get things going again in uh, in Canada for the shooting sports for yeah. for shooting podcasts. Like we've we had these things in the past, these three years ago. We had these things and now we don't anymore. It's it's time to get them going again. What I'm seeing from events this year, everybody is looking forward to getting out. Love Those it. that haven't gotten out, yeah. a lot of people are still into shooting and they are they are raring to go. Raring. Yeah. COVID yeah. happened for me, Adriel. Like either COVID happened at a strange time or my master's degree happened at a strange time because the duration of the mandates and my master's are almost to the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my master's pulled me away from everything as much or more than mandates. And so like I was I was I was being pulled out of it regardless. And now the masters is over at the same time that mandates are over, but I've kind of moved on to other things as a result of mm-hmm. doing a hobby that I could do without being impacted by the masters or by the mandates. So anyway, it, and then you, you and I are parallel there, Trev, because I mean, all the ranges got shut down, but I was busy doing mountain biking, so I could yeah. still do that during the mandates. So, yeah, yeah. I got into classic computers because like, nerds my age, well, like, I like these computers when I was a kid. I'm gonna go spend a bunch of money on them, right? No yeah. reason. That's but awesome. I got guns. I still, I still just went shooting to the range. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I did shoot more matches during the two years of mandates than I did last year because last yeah. year I was super busy with coursework. So, but I got this whole summer to just travel around with toy planes, toy cars, and toy guns. So, nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I if nobody else, my yeah, I'm sure you no? did, Gallon. He had his time the time of his life during COVID. <laughs> Sorry. Like oh, the memes yeah. were great. We got Tiger King. I left my job. I got money now. Life's never been better. <laughs> <laughs> Only a maritimer describes <laughs> unemployment as the time of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we ready to wrap this up? Nope, hold on. I have to do my shit arts too. Oh, I'm so sorry, Dave. Dave. My apologies. Almost forgot me. And my cheese. You're not sorry at all. (laughs) I am. I am. I like this one. Nice. 
I just wanted to say, you know, echo the comments of everybody else. Trevor, you know, when I came to your house and randomly got out of a car and you just welcomed me to your home. Just some guy from Ontario they might have picked. I could have been a serial killer they picked up on the side of the road to get rid of you. And yet you you weren't? Could still be. <laughs> <laughs> a gay vegan that, serial killer. So yeah, just walking into your house and just seeing guns everywhere. I'd never seen that many guns in one place in my entire life. <laughs> and then getting invited to be on the podcast in the next shoot I went out. And like just we're like, what are you guys up to? We're podcasting. Come podcast with them. Like, okay. Sure. And that was the first time I've been on a podcast, was upstairs, just just behind where you're sitting right now. So that was awesome. Yeah, meeting all the rest of you guys and just all the time and the memories. Never forget Skippy and the and the, and the caramel machine up at Meeper Kelly. That was amazing. Yeah. And just yeah, just so many memories and you know the shooting sports. Like some of the best people I have met in my life have been at shooting matches and just amazing people and always good times. And then you know getting together afterwards and just shooting the shit on Facebook and. You know, joining the podcast and hanging out with you losers every couple weeks has been uh, has been amazing. Like it's been yeah. so much fun. So, you know, shout out to all you guys that I've hung out with and you know had the show. And as Matt said, it's amazing that you know I cannot see Matthew for like years, and then we'll be at the same shoot, and it's just you know we'll get hanging out with you guys, and it's just like just like nothing ever happened. It's amazing. I can tell you, good friends. So, I'm getting all teary huh? <laughs> that's some, some teas. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, thank you, Dave. Awesome. Okay. Is there anyone else I forgot unintentionally? All right. Well, then until next week, everybody, please check us out on GOC, that's Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Watch us on YouTube and you. What you 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 on there live? Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good. It's probably like you porn for podcasters. Correct. Also, make sure to you were all over that one. <laughs> <laughs> join join the CCFR and see you all next week or in five hundred episodes. Good night, guys. Night, everybody. All right, Adriel. Hit the button. I'm hitting it. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. You have a comment, so. <laughs> All right, how do I... Is there a way, Adriel, that I can have the notes and your faces at the same time? Two windows. Yeah. Two windows. Yeah, side by side. That's or multiple do. monitors. Multiple monitors yeah. work. Kyle, you're another level, man. You're you're <laughs> you are computer if a gallon is to sexual offenses. <laughs> <laughs> and I already Alleged. hung up on somebody Alleged. once tonight. Like I hit the ground running early. It's 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 go time. Perfect. Awesome. All right, Adriel, hit the button. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're live. All, All right. right. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. <laughs>